Hast du, hast du einen Clown zum Frühstück gegessen? What does that mean? Neil feel good. <laughs> How Neil do you feel? feel good. <laughs> mm. 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 You mm. stupid. Mm. Hi, everyone. I'm Neil Brennan. This is a podcast that I started two years ago with my friend Bianca. Hi. Bianca, how was your week? I'm going to wait. I'm going to remember this. Blackout. You're going to blackout. No, no, no. I, I went to the park. I went to the park. I went to. What's park. that senile old lady? <laughs> I ate Rice Krispie treats. No. They were sweet. Go ahead. <laughs> it was my friend's birthday, and she had a social distance park party. Okay. Hey. And it was, it was fun. It was nice. It just felt a little no more... masks. Oh, Where no we masks. We used to do it. No, no. masks. Masks uh, when you got close, and then when you're on your own blanket. When you when at the end of the story, you'd put the mask on <laughs> when you really needed to lean in. Um. No. So that was nice. That was just. It was nice. It was mm-hmm. the grass. The blanket. I've noticed, I did two stand-up shows this week. Mm. I noticed that it's great to be outside, all that stuff. But I've also noticed that it doesn't take long for me to get impatient in the exact same way I got impatient a year and a half ago. What are you impatient about? Just people. Just like people not moving or Mm. one of the shows is like a gate and then people won't close the gate. And I'm like... Would you close the goddamn gate? <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll go right back. Yeah. I don't believe we're going to be... I think some people will take away... You know those old ladies that don't throw out anything because they were raised during the Great Depression? Uh-huh. There'll be some me. people. That's me. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll start the clock, please. <laughs> we'll start your clock. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think there's going to some. There's gonna be some people who take away, but I find once the oppression is lifted... There's like a black. There's a backlash. I just find it takes so little time. Yeah, there's a backlash. So there's a like a uh, the pendulum swings the other way for a second, and it's back to normal. Like the 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 roaring twenties were. I mean, one of the explanations is because it was after the flu pandemic, right? Um, and to which I say maybe. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't. I don't think anyone who is. I, I'm of the mind that more people realize they were introverts. Well, the problem is in the from ni- 1918 to 1920, life ki- was just suckier. Mm-hmm. So we can be in our homes and have phone. Mm-hmm. We have some yeah. access to the same shit. Yeah. So uh, it's it's not that big of a discrepancy. Whereas I think if we... They was, were all in solitary. Yeah. In tw- in it was awful. It was, yeah. A... a colorless room they basically <laughs> had no taste they had no smell and Ouch, no taste dude. and no color <laughs> no taste oh no taste and they yeah you meant. <laughs> um yeah bad taste. i thought uh, you meant republican oh, hey. style um <laughs> um yeah so i think it'd be way worse you think that yeah that that their quarantine was way worse than our quarantine way worse and a lot of people died that might have been the thing that if if the Roaring Twenties was inspired by the flu pandemic, seeing fifty to hundred million people die worldwide yeah. must have been like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> woo, 
okay. okay. You're not playing about this life is short thing. Okay, yeah. here we go. Now, with that in mind, and we've talked about this before, I don't know how much differently I'm going to live my life as a result of this time. You're a quarantine boy. You're a little bad boy, yeah. quarantine boy. Yep. Because. What yeah. are you going to do? Mm, I wonder. I mean, a lot. You're going to do different shit? Dif- different than before? Yeah. No. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know if it, the new lease on life thing, I think, is debatable. Yeah, no. I, I want it to desperately go back. I think that's the thing. I like you, but you lived kind of a solitary mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So has this been that trying on you? No. I've never, I've flourished. It's <laughs> the best thrived. thing that's happened to me. This is, I'm uh, hoping, I'm actually rooting against the vaccine quietly. Um, no, but I, but I wonder, uh, I want to, I do want the freedom. I want my freedom. The freedoms. I want my freedoms, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to do. Maybe it's maybe. I mean, I've cut a lot of people off during pandemic. I think because you used to say before or a few years before the pandemic, we were talking once and you said you made these declarations. I'm not ever going to another party. Eh." Yeah, I think you'd go to party. I think that's Uh, I have some uh, bad news for you. I got some bad news for you. Tell me. I'm going to read. I'm going to re restate my vows. Double down. I will never go to an. I don't think I'll ever go to another party. I really don't. It no, would take why? a why? Re- what the heck? Because I don't. It's it makes me anxious. Okay, well that's good. But just is that anxious. just? Do you have social anxiety? Because uh, you don't seem like you do. N- I don't have social anxiety. I I it's I I dis I despise. I shouldn't say I despise. I loathe small talk and like hey huh bap beep bop beep bop. Be the guy that doesn't small talk at I, that, Of course that's who I am. Okay. And then people go, this is getting deep. And I'm like, I don't care about <laughs> fucking what your dog, Yo, I where you, what you dog park you go to. I don't care. I've seen you at a party, but it's always people you know. So you don't. Yeah. What party do you see me? Oh, you sent me the Mark Twain. No. what? I've seen you at multiple parties. We went to a party once. Your friend off of Melrose. There's a lot of white liberals. I don't remember. It was the widest liberalist party. They do podcasts. They're nice oh, people. Oh, love it and Ronan Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that there you go. And you were being great. Well, I'm not saying I'm not charming as all I'm get like, out. Don't you come on. <laughs> Look, I'm not good. when I have to be. I like a comedy, but hey, 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 hey. Yeah, and you do hang out. You do a yeah, comedy. I don't know. I just I'd rather just eat with one person. What if, about two, two if, people? Dinner parties. Two people. Okay, two people. Okay. That's the That's it. <laughs> four I get I my uh, I get hives and they slowly build up my chest. Um what did I do? Great question. Did, did two shows and I've been presetting my internet <laughs> limits uh with Freedom app. I so now every day from noon to five I have no internet. And it's forced me to read and write. Forced me to basically be in the flu pandemic of nineteen eighty. <laughs> and what have you written? Just oh, oh jokes no. or jokes actual writing. and a pot and oh, like and a your pot. Okay, good. yeah. So, um, it's uh, it's so much. I I just what don't a mind. waste of a day. I know. Meal. I don't mind writing, reading. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah. So during the day, you do you do it at side at least? 
No, but I do. I have started. Like, Rock is staying nearby, so we've been taking walks. That's which so is cute. cute. You guys are it's pretty cute. Grumpy old men. Yeah, two two retired cops. <laughs> um, and we take walks, and uh, and I've been walking just to like Rite Aid, things that I used to drive to. I'm like. Walk. The funniest thing Go ahead is and walk one point six miles. You guys went to the grocery store. That's so funny. Dude. That's the best. And he was. We talked about it. me and Rock went to the grocery store, and at one point I looked over and Rock was leaning on the oranges, <laughs> but had with his hand on the oranges, not having any idea what he was doing. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell him how bad it looked because I because it bring the pain. Um, so I I can't I lose my voice. <laughs> um, anyhow, did you see the week? Woo! Wow! Woo! Our week to quote John Lovett, what a week! Um, <laughs> as somebody who lives in California, mm. and uh, many of my friends moved to Texas because it's a so better funny. run state. So um, I believe the internet term is "you hate to see it." <laughs> you hate to see. That uh, a better run state is uh, either faint praise or an oxymoron. You pick. It's either like what? What do you? It's it's just a different poorly run. It's a different way to run a state improperly. Right. Uh, And and the weather and the climate change and the it's a real look. It was. I don't want to say it was a whole vindication for me, but. was it a little satisfying? Well, no, I don't. I actually don't not want the people. People to. I don't want people to be without power. No, but not I just the people, like when they're like when... whenever it's it's the the way the world works is the anytime you say the you know what's great about this place blind it's gonna not the opposite's gonna happen right it, automatically. I remember a friend of mine saying, "You know what I like about this girl? She's got a job." And the minute I heard it, I said. You know, she just got fired the minute you said that. Like, you, the thing you like is what's going to go away. Yeah. So, you know, what are, you, what are your feelings about Texas? Do you have any broad feelings about Texas? Um, well, they're so quick to, you know, secede and... Don't, there's no co- there's no. never been a cockier statement. I mean, there's it's they're very cocky. They're, they're, they're their very, own very category cocky. of arrogance, where it's just insane. Right, it's insane. But like, it, what are you talking? They're like, what? it's they're like uh, the guy with a small dick who's constantly talking about like I delayed some pipe last night. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I what do you why that just shut is up? The type of guy just shut up. Too funny. Um, yeah, it they're they're so arrogant mm-hmm. about being from Texas. Yeah. And it's like we're from California. And yeah, pretty we're good, pretty, pretty good state. Pretty, I mean, <laughs> we're pretty chill about it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I, I California, the difference between California and Texas. Uh, California is I. They did a study where they saw that well, people who, um, how could you have possibly brought that sound effect? I got it. I was just and what happened to it? <laughs> Uh, the people. Son? Oh, now you close with it. All right, I see what you're doing. Okay. It's still wrong, but I see what you're doing. Um, but at least it's visibly wrong, instead of the invisible wrongness you normally bring to the show. Um, oh couldn't God. remember to start the clock at the beginning. How could he possibly remember? He had to hit one button. He had to hit record. He's not going to be able to hit. He couldn't possibly have a. Oh, this is you so well. 
you need a a protocol sheet of like okay, like pilots, like a checklist. There's a I have a book called the Checklist Manifesto that I'll give you. Um, you'd think Will would learn being around someone as fastidious as me, and he's actually gotten worse. He's regressed. Um, now. The study was people in other states believe that people in California are happier than other people. We are. I think we are. I I would argue that we are. California is so, like, the weather's so nice out here, you almost can't talk about it. It's, like, rude to talk about it. They make fun of us when it's windy. Oh, well, no, I know. No, we are pussies. Of course we're pussies. It's fucking perfect. When it was was very windy last week. Yeah. Oh, that also happened last week. High winds. And... See, that's only in California is that worth talking about on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, that was so windy. (laughs) And I just laughed. I almost didn't make it to the podcast. It was so windy. We cannot talk about our high winds. It's just... Yeah, it's like our our problems are not real problems. That we can't... We're like the rich... It was like... What America is to the world, California is to America. Yeah. I mean, we have a thing called Santa Ana winds, which are warm winds from the desert mm-hmm. that warm up But they're the like winter. 35 miles an hour, so it's, it's really scary. It's really scary. And <laughs> they, they Yeah, be, they're 78 degrees. They, they make, yeah, between 75 and 90 degrees in the middle of winter. The, one of the nicest memories of my life is the first time I experienced Santa Ana winds. I love them so much. When I was walking along Sunset in 1990-something. You know how I am uh, <laughs> with my story. Things happened a long time ago. Um, and uh, They're so lovely. And we went, can't talk about it. thought of another them. premiere I went to. <laughs> what? <laughs> Summer of Sam. I'm wow, an old man, I tell you. I'm an old man. That John Leguizamo. Yeah, amongst others. Uh, 98, 99. Uh, so Texas has the... They have to brag about it. It's if it were great, they wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, that's it's like where people don't talk about cocaine. They'll have they'll tell one person they have coke, but they don't tell everybody. (laughs) Uh, California's got cocaine. Is my point. (laughs) There's a metaphor in there. I think it got lost. I got overwhelmed. I got so overwhelmed. Um, Uh, And poor Ted Cruz. Mm. Oh, Oh. he was trying to be a good dad. Uh, yes, and trying to be. Trying to be a good dad, and it's just a piece of shit. I mean, it's just like he's just a piece of shit. Like even at some point, already, but Texas is going to have to be like, "All right, man." I don't understand why you would. He got I guess re-elected. he votes for them, so who gives a shit? He yeah, votes for what they want. He does, but even this is even Texas thought it was. Well, that's Texas. It's like what myths does Texas tell about itself? That that what he did is not one of the te- one of like you know how we are right in Texas right when there's a storm we run to Puerto Rico <laughs> um, Puerto Rico uh, or Cancun Cancun um, we don't pronounce nothing right um, the so yeah he's just a piece of shit and to quote Al Franken uh, um, I like Ted Cruz more than pretty much anyone else in the Senate does. And I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Um, so uh, rest in power, King. For real. He also, though, Texas. Why are they so against? I know they have this laissez-faire traditional Republican, like get the government out of my, like how things do with yeah. states rights. But I don't get why it has to be on everything. It's just it's so petty. 
their, because their legislation some, is petty. The story they tell themselves. It's literally the story. Like, we don't get the federal government. They ignore all of the federal government benefits they get. Right. Which is a lot of their budget. And they, we don't. See, right, <laughs> right. here, we do. It, no, you're entirely tied in the federal government. <laughs> and stop it. Just stop it. It's like their whole thing of like, I need a giant truck right. to carry around my hay. And meanwhile, <laughs> no one's using their fucking the beds of their truck. They just have it for show. And I need a hat and boots because I might have to <laughs> stomp some, uh, an ox later or whatever. Um, and they, it's just the myths they tell them. I've been, li- I was listening right before we started to a Ezra Klein podcast uh, about it. The subject was the price we all pay for racism basically the woman saying that because of racism like white people pay what like for instance the the best example is montgomery alabama from 55 to 65 1955 to 1965 um once black people had more rights the city of montgomery closed their parks and recreation department and sold the animals from the they just didn't want if black people were going to use it they didn't want to have it yeah and it's it's like there's something akin to texas where it's like well we don't there's a myth we tell ourselves about how and then white people claim uh it's the thing i've been saying uh that if if there were no black people in america obamacare would have been passed 100 years ago like um they've proven it's just the what the, is it? Cut your nose off to fight yeah, your face. Yes. If if I can't no, if you're gonna no one can have yes, it. Yes. Why? Yeah. Why and, people can't go to the zoo? Yeah. The kids can't go to the zoo. Well, you might run into some blacks. <laughs> just like fucking okay. That's a long time ago, but there's more recent examples. Tons of recent examples. Of course. I mean And Texas would rather it's there's there are people in Texas who believe that it's worth what happened with the power grid just so we don't have to deal with the feds. Yeah. And it's like, okay. This is the only people time died, I've seen. People died, buddy. 40-something people died. I know. The the child that just froze to death was mm-hmm. so awful. I'm like, is what is really worth it? That, I mean, I do think, though, if you do live in a southern state, it's not about taking care of people. Did you see the no. email, the, the thing the guy wrote before he re- resigned? Which one? That's really how they feel. <sighs> it's about taking care of people, but acting like it's your it's fierce independence. No, you should see what he said. He said we it is not our job to take care of you. Right, but what I'm saying is, but yet the federal, but they get half of them are on Medicaid. Oh, of course, and they the, don't the, realize the, it because like that. Well, I the paid amount it. of farmer subsidies that we give to it's just rough. Uh, no one owes you. You are your family. All right, so it's six words and one was misspelled. <laughs> like right there. The whole thing should just be erased. Uh, that's Tim Boyd. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Um, he wrote that and then resigned from some position that. Oh, that with you're. The, no, uh, we're all survivalists. I yeah. mean, that's what. That's that thing about you want to see small government. Mayor of Colorado City. Uh, yeah. If you want to see small government, look at Rwanda. Small government. Yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't pr- provides nothing. But it's it's small, so and that's their thing of like sm- I want to tell myself I'm the type of man <laughs> who lives in a small like. Do you want to live in Savage Town? Because I just don't at all. 
Right. I don't at all. I want paved roads and I want infrastructure and and I want a bath. You know what I want. <laughs> we know what you um, want. So, Ice cream. So, uh, also, I don't, I think we take for granted just how fucking complicated creating this country was uh-huh. and how many um, theories and ideological arguments they had to make of no, but if this, what yes. happens is then it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. And so there are just parts of the government that, function Mm -hmm. better than other there's parts of our government that function better than other governments in the world and that's why we have them and they i feel like some people just equate all of the government is bad i don't fucking like the government i think it's poorly run there's not a really good example maybe in i don't know iceland yeah, I mean, there's like I don't, smaller uh, Nordic. Yeah, all the the Finland, uh, uh, Norway, Iceland, all that, all that that belt is good. It's good, but they also don't have uh, as many. Black people. <laughs> they don't have they have black people. There's not as many uh, racial issues. I just well, I, they once they let in refugees, they started having. They're like, then, then it like kicked are we up. Racist? Like their antibodies kicked in. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they fucking Your came white out of the coma antibody? in the matrix. Like. <laughs> Who who are you? Um, so I just don't get the. I understand why in Texas and in the South and people don't have these issues, but they showed the this town that's on the border of Arkansas and Texas, and one side Arkansas paid and one side great. Yeah. So yeah. what the fuck is going on in yeah. Texas when one Arkansas is doing better than you? Arkansas. Well, you know, it's Arkansas. Republicans love saying government doesn't work. Elect me and I'll show you how. <laughs> like that, I'll prove it to you. They elect me and I'll, and I'll prove it. And then they get elected and they go, "Oh, this is my <laughs> filibuster and fucking we got to go and break." And I'm on to Cancun. We're going to Cancun. Cancun. Um, Moving on. Rest in power, King. Texas. Well, of course, but more so Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> oh, hello. You know what? Can I tell you something? <laughs> Can I tell you something? Go. Mandela effect. I thought he died last year. I thought he's been dead this whole time. Because didn't he get honored by Trump? Yeah, what, what happens is, it, the is rainbow? you get the announcement comes out. He announced that he was sick. Then he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yes, the rainbow one. But here's the thing about Presidential Medal of Freedom. You don't die in your sleep that night. No? No. Um, I don't know why. I just thought he died. And I thought you should. Trump said something. You should. That is how it should work. And you go like, I'm not ready for it. And then they give it to you. And, you, and then you die. So when he died, I was like, this motherfucker already died. Mandela effect. Well, they, they, I, thinking about the metal and then death. When they, when I guess they don't really put people to sleep, but they know when they pull the plug yeah. on people, I feel like there's, I guess they give people morphine, but they should also have like a video from a celebrity wishing them good luck. Something fun to go with. Something like if we're so, con- I believe that there's a over, over, uh, uh, too large amount of concern paid to people's last moments. Mm. Like he was, I know he wasn't in pain. I don't, I think I've said here, like, if I'm in pain or not, or I, I don't think that's going to indicate my life. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't think that's an indie. I'd prefer to be getting my well, dick sucked. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be getting? <laughs> but I'm saying in Cancun. Yeah, but I'm saying from. But, I, I just don't think it's a barometer of a life, but a think good of, life or not. Think of our relatives. Mm-hmm. Our relatives. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, you want to start uh-huh. this? Uh, okay. You will lose. King of the mumbles. You will lose the um, mumble in the jungle. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, if you think about your relatives, you wouldn't. It's more for us. We don't want to think that they suffered when they were dying. Yeah, seems cruel. Extra oh, cruel I don't want them dying. to suffer. Uh, but if we don't want them to suffer, we should figure out a thing that makes their last. If we know it's like, do it like a countdown, like ten. It's a ball drop. <laughs> yeah, so it's an exciting Death. thing for them. Death drop. Something in the drag. Something something positive. Some a party at something. If we're actually concerned. Death party. A death party. Yeah. I mean, I'm of the mind that of like it's the smell your flowers thing and the Yeah. And and Well if yeah, yeah. that's fine if you're if you're terminal and Mm -hmm. we know it's not obviously you can't do that if you don't know, but the terminal illnesses I think that's cool. I think it's a way we look at it in this country. But there's certain places that have the body on display and mm-hmm. make a party. Yeah. So. Yeah. What do you want me to do for you? Um, I guess if we're true, we need to figure out a protocol, an end of life protocol okay. for people what? so that there's some uniform positivity. Because I don't, I, I, how many people do you think die s- suddenly versus just ballpark it. In your I don't head. think most people die suddenly. Yeah, I don't either. I'm gonna go eighty percent. Like, yeah, eh. yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not shocked. Right. Versus, like, what? Neil, look out! Right. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, for sure. So now here's the, we're talking about Rush Limbaugh. If you're just joining us, um, <laughs> uh, here's what I'll say about Rush Limbaugh. I there was a Vox podcast about his. How he his origin story? Yeah. Do you remember Morton Downey Jr. from the eighties and nineties? No. He was. Uh, he was. Is he related? He, no. Um, really? No. Were you, to Robert Downey? Yeah. No. Robert Downey. There's a Robert Downey Sr. Oh yeah. Uh, be Morton Jr. Downey Jr. was. He know. was like a talk show. He, he had a talk show host in the eighties. That was a combo talk show, oh like God, Oprah photo. Phil. Phil Donahue, Oprah, Sally Jesse. Okay. And like sideshow. Like real wacky so motherfuckers like on this. Add in um uh, like a lot of white supremacists. Like he had regular white supremacists. Like the you'd know their name. Like there was a it was a it was a real sideshow. He got sort of finally Like Jerry Springer work. Like so much yes, but Jerry Springer is like a civilized version of Morton Downey. Wow. Yeah. Like I want to watch this shit. It's there was a documentary. It's good. Interesting. Uh, it's not like great, but it's pretty good. Did um, you watch the show? Yeah, because I was like eighth grade. It was perfect. It was um, just stupid. Yeah, it was dumb and like. Well, yeah. all right, let me tell you something. <laughs> like um, it was like wrestling. Yeah, and wrestling. Talk show. So, anyhow, he got canceled, and then Rush took his time slot. Mm. And before that, he had been a he was a sports guy. He was a rock. He was just Who's a him? classic rock. Rush. Rush. Limbaugh was like a classic rock guy. And then he took over Morton Downey and kind of just did it. But 
more sophisticated and um and uh and i'll say this for rush limbaugh an amazing broadcaster i a, a virulent person but in terms of just his voice and he would say like talent on loan from god that was his sign off or his oh. like sign in or something yeah um an amazing literally one of the best radio people that's ever been total garbage person completely disagree with everything he said technically a perfect specimen for how to be a broadcaster and i that's why i listen to him every night before i go to sleep <laughs> Zneil, Zneil uh, and then he also made an persona. incredible he made uh 85 million dollars a year oh he was loaded yeah uh he signed an eight year 40 million dollar deal that's though i'm uh, sorry 400 there jesus yeah you yeah. missed a zero yeah. By the way, speaking of Mrs. Zero, the guy did the Gatorade spot with, the Fernando Tatis, the young yeah. guy with the dreads, he signed a 16-year... 16-year? Look, at a, look up the numbers. To do a sports? Tatis Jr. No one says 16 To do years. sports, yeah, to do sports. What does he do, baseball? Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense, kind of. 340 for 16 years. Don't make and I asked him, I go, are you still on your rookie deal? And he's like, yeah. And I go, are you getting an extension? He's like, they're talking about it. Oh, he played it cool. <laughs> he played it's it like, real and cool. And he signed the biggest contract extension. Wait, it's the third f- biggest in the history of the game. How, why would, how is it beneficial to someone in the, like, if an you're owner, the owner? I don't know. It, but how is it beneficial 14 years? I mean, people get injured. Uh-huh. I know baseball a no, lot I know. less. It's, it's, so it makes sense, but not, I mean, not that much less. Like not, he's yeah. gonna get injured probably. Um, Do they owe him that money? Mm-hmm. Not smart. I don't know why they signed those deals. I truly don't. It's like a they're trying to send year. a send a message to the league or something. What I, if he got canceled? I mean, can't again if he gets canceled. If he maybe he stop maybe does ayahuasca and falls out of love with the game. There's so many things that can go wrong, and we're gonna do ayahuasca. You know, are and you you're hinting um, at something? Uh, yeah. So good for him. Rest in power, King. No, but you know what's funny about Rush Limbaugh? That's when when uh, Obama got Osama. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one time Rush Limbaugh actually praised him. He said, "Great job, true American for doing that," and. His listeners ripped him. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck are you He doing? was the one who routinely would call Chelsea Clinton a dog. Yeah. So he tried to even praise Obama a little bit. I don't. And they were I, like, he, The nah, thing that I didn't, you, that I like underestimated about him was he thought he was funny. <laughs> he like yeah, he started thought, as like a radio, like he used to do, uh, he would say, if he didn't like someone's, someone on a phone, a caller, he would go. I'm aborting this call, and a vacuum sound would play, wow, and you'd hear okay. screaming, uh, which is funny. It's awful, no, but it's, it's funny. Just, that's but that it's just funny. Uh, these guys. It's comedy, I, whether it's funny or yeah. not. All of it. The these guys that make so much money off of just pandering to the mm-hmm. right people. Yeah, like he, what? The, he like he said, I'm not in this. I'm in it for the money. Yeah, at least that to me, great. Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly, you're in it for the money. Tiger Carlson, you're well, in I don't. Well, those guys are a different thing. Why? What do you mean? What's different about? I believe so that, I believe books. Bill O'Reilly. I'm Bill O'Reilly's been conservative. I'm not saying that they 
are secretly not conservatives. I'm just saying, you know, you we have left leaning principles and mm -hmm. like worldviews, but we're not like clowny left wing people. Right. And if we just hammed it up like super hams and we made hundreds of millions of dollars. There is no way to do that as a liberal. Yeah, it's some you it's can't not, the you far can't, left. I mean is Rachel Maddow like, does makes very good money. Well, to be his version, you have to be there's more bombast in right wing politics because it's meaner. Yeah, it's all me. Whereas liberal pol politics are based on the idea of decency and kindness. Whereas right. Republicans are like, we need our own power grid. <laughs> Come hell or high water, I'll be in Cancun. Um, but uh, an amazing broadcaster and uh, a real piece of garbage. Mm. Um. And of and but of but if you love drugs, no one loved him more than him. Is he a drug uh, the guy was he had like a horrific Vicodin, like seventy a day or something, like a rapper. <laughs> like See, like he's gonna go lean. like he was he's, I mean he was like in an incredible amount of drug addiction, just drugs. He has his no, own. He has his own. For... There's its own <laughs> wow. paragraph in his Wikipedia. 2003, Limbaugh was being investigated for illegally obtaining oxycodone and hydrocodone. But, you know, you know what no one ever points out? How great that must have been for him to make an $80 million a year high all the time. You think and he was he, high doing the show? Of course. You're not, you don't go, well, I'm going to take all you. You can't get the shit out of your system. Like, well, I, you know, there, that's sacred time when I need to be energetic and performing. Uh no, just fucking gacked and making fifty million dollars a year on a private jet, just like book. How is that possible? Which part? Just the fact that you get to be like so fucking high and make so much more money than most people. The world's unfair. It's so unfair. Uh, the world's unfair, Can -can. but it, in some ways, it's funny. Unfair. That's funny. Yeah, it's funny that it's, it's like, so yeah, wrong. Yeah. It's funny. It's like that's fucking funny. Um, speaking of which, Carl Hart has been getting flack. He was my buddy, the the uh, professor who does heroin. Um, yes, he was like in the New York Post this week. Like they're finally hitting him with like, you know, this black guy does drugs. And the picture in the Washington in the New York Post is so fucking funny. Why? Uh, well, will you type in New York Post Carl Hart? Thank you. And now hit images. Uh, no, uh, nope, go back. Yes, the photo. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Arms wide yeah, open. Yeah, like, what? So, what? Yeah, I do heroin for work life balance, which he's sounds that, He's this shoulder shrug emoji. Yeah, he's doing the, yes, he's doing the black shoulder shrug emoji. emoji. Um, and, uh, but I knew it was just a matter of time. You think they're gonna get him? I don't think they're gonna get him. He, he's like really analyzing it. He's yeah, talking about it. In of a course, way. no, no, no. I know it's not a problem. But if the cops want to, if the cops feel a certain way, it's just it's it's like a it's a very. I don't think it's reckless. I think it's brave. I, he he's doing it for what I believe are like the right moral reasons to go. Like I use drugs. I am fine. Right. What so I would like to get that story into the news, but the way they sell it is like this black guy does heroin, yeah. Um, so that's you're relying on white people to tell a <laughs> yeah. black story in the right way or a story in the right way that doesn't serve their needs, anyhow. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you, you remember Chris D'Elia? <laughs> I do. Yeah, that's it was uh that was earlier in the summer. That was that was heavy in the summer. That yeah. was we were not doing good on all fronts. June, July. It was uh, George Floyd and D'Elia. It was like yeah, May, June. Um July, yes, May, July. May, June, July. May, June, July. <laughs> Some the summer. June, I think people know what we meant when we said summer. Well, I got um, specific. Uh, he released a video, and um, and he took his dick out in the video. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he they re- he released a video uh, the other day, Saturday, and uh, and what did you think of it? Um, I thought. That a person in his position doesn't have many moves. Yeah. So I thought that was the best move he could make. Yeah. How, like, you know, no one knows really how to deal with this. Yeah. Even the PR drops you if it gets too big for them, you know? Yeah. And they're supposed to handle this. There's no Olivia Pope out there. So. Yeah. I don't know. What's the right move? Yeah. Is it just making a a video to address everything and not hiding. I don't know, but I have, it just came out. So I'm not sure. It's in essence, it's a hostage situation or, a or, uh, it's a, it's a gunman. It's how should a gunman, a gunman or a gunman, gunman. a Texas gunman this Friday. Um, the, uh, how do you, it's a standoff. It's like a cultural standoff. So what as if you're the guy in 2021 and you've been accused of uh, sexual misconduct, how do you. What's the right way to do it? That's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. So and and I watched it and was like, ah, I don't like seeing him. Play that note in life like the amount of i've never seen him that i've spent a lot of time with him that's the most serious i've ever seen him that's more that's a hundred times the amount of serious moments in that video than i in the 15 years i've known him just way more serious of course but as a person who it's like uh it's like watching a clown take a test or something what? It's just like I don't want to see a clown like take. You don't an want exam to see anyone do anything outside outside of what, of what I like, like them doing. Yes. yes. Um, this was sad though because it's like I don't want to. I don't want to see that guy who I who is like kind of just silly. Mm. Be someone's the first comment someone wrote. I'm here for silly goose time, which is fucking funny. Uh, and he didn't because he didn't get any. It was no. the opposite of silly goose time. Um, it was uh, serious, serious, serious goose, goose time. time. <laughs> um, and uh, so, but he had, it's, you gotta say it. There's nothing. 
I was talking to somebody about um, b- taking a harder line. It's like Bird did the joke about Tiger Woods being like, "Yeah, I fucking he should have been become the bad boy of golf and like had chopped off his sleeves." But fucking- notice how everyone who's ever been in this position, because it's a very rare position. Yeah. To be in. it's almost like have have you ever been a talk show host? Not most yeah, people exactly. have never been a talk show yeah. host. Okay, so most people have never had that perfect storm of some sort of mis- behavioral misconduct and getting canceled and being famous and blah blah blah. blah yeah. Right. So. Of those people, no one's ever doubled down. Yeah, everyone I, yeah. on the outside is like, shouldn't have done that. And it's yeah. And the amount of people who are like, I'll never apologize. I would never do. You know who kind of doubled down? Charlie Shane. And you know what got him? AIDS. No, I mean kinda, <laughs> checks and balances. Uh, no, I mean he dub- He was the, one of the only ones who who literally went on tour based on a manic episode. Like, not only am I gonna not apologize for it. Come see me do it right. live. No, for sure. And I, I he's would pretty say that unscathed. That He's in a commercial. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, if yeah. you were at one-tenth of your behavior and you're black, you're R.I.P. King. Yeah. But because you're Charlie Sheen, you're, he's in a fucking like health commercial with yeah. his father. Yeah. If you're black, you'd be a janitor at a hospital. <laughs> um. So I don't know. We give Charlie Sheen a major pass, even yeah. though... One could make the argument if you, exposing people to AIDS is oh, I mean, attempted what murder. Did, I think yeah, yeah, nothing. There's nothing good can be said about it. I have nothing good can be said about Charlie Sheen's behavior. People have been canceled for a lot less than Charlie Sheen, but also I do feel like the first person gets a pass. Like I don't, know. I, I you know what I mean? I think there's a few things. I it was. The Charlie first... Sheen was 10 years ago, and it was a long 10 years in terms of Appropriate uh, male accountability. And he was the first one to really like... It was really the like... longest 10 years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> it was, he was the first guy. I just think, I don't know, we give a pass to the first people. He was kind of the Was he? Am I tripping? I'm, no, he wasn't the first guy to be an asshole. I mean, no, that's not what I'm saying. But... The first guy to kind of get the, like, attack the mob back, and he kind of won. Yeah. Because we didn't know what we cared about. He had to leave the about. show. Yeah, but we didn't know what we cared about then. We sure didn't. Look at <laughs> us now. Um, we were just like, not good behavior. Yeah. What but, is no, but it not wasn't, illegal? It, there, that wasn't the the mob with Charlie Sheen. What He was just being in. This is before AIDS. This is before he this was This is before AIDS. By so, winning. I'm winning. Yeah, 20, winning and Tiger 20. Blood. And it was fucking. He had hooks. The guy. One of the Everyone great manic it. episodes yeah, of our yeah. time. It was great. Um, I don't even know what what the backlash would have. I think that maybe the show, the Two and a Half Men was involved. No, but at that the point he had the no. Fox. He had the FX show where it was like group therapy. It was. What? No. What did he do? He did something that. Everyone got obsessed over. Maybe it was the he had those girls on the videos, just those two girls, those angels or something. No, uh, that I don't know. Remember, that's why I mean, I know he paid someone to no, there was just be naked while he smoked crack. There's one I know, damn Neil. Yeah, I, 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 I I walk (laughs) in the wild side, famous, famous, dark side of. The dark uh, <laughs> side of Hollywood. <laughs> Seedy side of Tinseltown. Yeah. Um, uh, you, no, there was like these girls that he kept filming and everyone 
It was the first big star uh, that was not, behaving. We got the wrong guy to figure it out for us. But, okay. some... but basically, his behavior was a little shocking for his level. There was drama I mean, around the two and a half men. He would pay people to be naked while he smoked crack. I mean, that again, that's to the... To I the, think I know this to the To the... Uh, <laughs> I think we might know this I don't think we do. Uh, the level... That's from the Rush Limbaugh files of like, you know what? Rush Awful, Limbaugh. but fucking hilarious. <laughs> Awful, but great if you are inspired. If you're inspired to do that and you can do it, it's so funny. It's the Britney Spears. We all were laughing. Not one yes, person was... correct. No... You yes. guys, not cool. The AIDS change things. And I'm not trying to link them. I just think it's funny that he actually did have AIDS while being promiscuous and can still in 2021 land a like a promo gig. Yeah, for with his old a, man. With his old man yeah. for a nice health. Yep. Like in telehealth sunny, company or something. Sunny. It's sunny. They're on a high hill. They are. Well, you've seen it. Yeah. Okay. I was like. Damn, Have we talked very about good the fact that this. there is an uh, HIV medicine commercial where, where two only black, black guys, people? But at the end, two black guys make out and yeah. no one said a fucking word. Well, how about it's only gay people or black women? That's is that is in it? I don't. The only people in it. There's a white drag lady. Great. There's a. That checks out. <laughs> there's, a gay, there's a gay man in a interracial relationship with a some sort of ethnic man I, uh-huh. I don't know brown man brown man brown man number one <laughs> uh and then it's just either black gay men or single black females i cannot that's stand interesting it. i cannot that's stand fu- this a funny commercial. case of who do we cast white yeah, people I, get aids what where was normal yeah, white not people the way that black <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. They there's a chance that they thought they were being progressive. Okay, in their you know defense, I mean? like there like is. The, it's not a huge chance. Probably a thirty percent chance. In their there. defense, there is AIDS does get spread throughout the black community in a way. It just gets spread throughout different communities differently. In their defense, fine because I looked into it, it was very mad. Uh, but why yeah. do people get AIDS? Of course, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it again. Freeze it. Um yeah, that's but Wait, the what's fact up that with the makeout? Why do you use your hang up with the makeout? Do you, because do you you're too young to remember? Thank you. Gay people the, when there was a gay kiss on television, it was the number one story. I remember there was a gay kiss on I think MTV, one of their gay uh Sex things. They were just every. I felt like every weekend in the nineties on MTV there would be um, that like song. What's it like? Air or something like do 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 do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, boo, boo, do. That song and uh, gay people making out. But that was a big fucking deal. The first time there was like a gay kiss on camera was like, oh my heavens. Right. So to just see it. On a commercial, I'm like, fucking, this is such Are a, you, oh my heavens? I don't give a shit. No, it's a sign of progress. I don't, okay. I'm not like actually like, what about my the children? I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> it's more, I mean, at this point, they're saving 60 year olds more than they're saving children. Right. They're like, oh, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's more upsetting to old people than young people. Um, but the fact that no one mentions it is like a sign of progress. Well, it also, it's so funny to me, especially growing up, you do sexual education in a weird way in elementary school. At least in my school. By fucking. Go ahead. 
I'm fucking behind the dumpster. No, there's a lot of um, like kids at a like a baseball game, and afterwards there's a pizza party. It's like, why is Timmy not around? He got AIDS through blood transfusion. Right. About. It's very like sterile yes. and boring. But one time we learned about this kid who got. I, it was like a life story of his kids, like a lifetime movie from the eighties. Ryan White. Um, I don't know, but he got it through blood transfusion. That was like the famous one. Okay, and yeah. then um, they not all. It was just very ostracizing, and the community was like, "You ain't gonna fool my kid." Oh and yeah, they, that was a huge thing. Yeah, it was. So he had to do it through the speaker, and it didn't work. Yeah. It was really fucked up, right? But I always think about that when I think of Corona, where I'm like. What at what point do you give a fuck? So you don't care about so we make such a big deal. I mean, people made such a big deal about AIDS, like it's contagious, stay away mm -hmm. from these people. Like we really ostracize people when we don't understand something. And if you don't understand a sickness, we go towards like stay away, generally. Yeah. But yeah. with coronavirus, everyone is like, breathe on me. Well, if everybody my freedom. Well, it's uh, yes, it's what myth am I telling myself? Which is I'm I'm strong and I rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and the AIDS myth was like I ain't no homo yeah okay so I and I don't like consorting with homos and I don't want my boy consult consorting with homos neither that's, that's a really good point because now Corona is like you're a homo if you wear a mask if you wear a mask yeah you bareback it <laughs> you get in that you get in that ass um uh so Delia. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, rest in power, King. But he had no, he had no choice. It's the script. He did the script. The thing about saying he cheated on his fiance, I thought, was like the most effective part. Um, and uh, because you go, oh yeah, it's not. That felt like he actually felt bad about it. The thing where he said, uh, you know, I kind of thought any guy would do this in this situation. And he's like, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would. I, I'm with him on that. If I were 6'3 and handsome and all that shit, like, you know, I, I, I he was a, he was a on his phone a lot. Like, he was like, he had it bad. But uh, I think a lot was of guys. Was he saying that, or was he like hinting that he's sex addicted? I, he said, I have a problem. He didn't say sex addiction, but I think he. I, Some, he the I don't problem was sex that he. Enough. Problem so. was having a sex addiction is uh, the, the clinical definition of is of it is that you uh, would rather have sex than do anything else to the point that it damages the rest of your life, comma, and you get caught. Mm. <laughs> that's the. That's the that's the caveat, and you get caught doing it. That's because sex addiction is fine if you can do it. The Sultan Brunei, no problem, because uh, you can just fly people in, and yeah, that's yeah. It. I don't know. Um, so uh, the, I guess he admitted it. I don't fucking know. He, but he, it wasn't. I'll say it wasn't clinical. I think it will help. I think it will be uh, very helpful. Yeah. Um. In a way that maybe Louis could have done one. Maybe. I don't, I, in a weird way, I mean, maybe people disagree. Louis did a statement. I think, I've always felt like Louis should have done a video. I do think the way 
I don't know. Maybe it's helpful. I don't. I think it's hard to gauge because we're our vantage point is how. What do you do in these positions if you want to address it openly and you don't want to hide behind a PR or an agency or you know someone yeah. or, or just words on paper. So what do you? How do you address it? But what do you say? It's just it's so many. I, the, you know what I gauge is. Could, if I were going to a Chris D'Elia show, could I invite a woman? What? To think it through. If I were going to a Chris D'Elia show, would I? If I had a, if I had tickets to see Louis, Aziz, and D'Elia on the same night, and which show would I be most comfortable inviting a woman? Aziz, to? obviously. Why? Because he's tiny. <laughs> No. no, because his was the one I feel like had the most disagreement on both sides. Wasn't very clear. Was it a bad date? Was he just weird and has no game? Was it a threat? I don't, it, it hurts my head because I think the truest determination of if it was good or not is did he, did he make someone feel really uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Well, he did. So I don't know. Is it fruitful to debate? Whether she's in the right or wrong, I don't know. You know, it just becomes. Yeah. Well, that's a, that begs a whole other question, which is like, um, I have a couple questions. Which is, I don't think any of these guys can actually get the forgiveness of the people that are against them. Um, no, because it does feel a little bit like something done in the dark. So when something done done in the dark comes to light, whether it really was or not. It's hard to, you know, it's Parse hard to out really, the truth. yeah, or but it's just hard to I move would, on from that. Right. But I don't, I think the people that are mad at Aziz, Louie, and Dalia are not mad at them per se. They're mad at the system. They're mad at yeah. sexism. Yeah. And they're mad at probably the specific guy who did some shit like that to them. And they just put Chris and all those guys with those people. So getting, being able to like, take Aziz out and be like, okay, I I trust you now or I trust you now, Dalia, or I trust Louie now. I that's the 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 show thing, I'd be curious to see what most people think. I'm mm. I may do a Twitter quiz. Uh, Who's what show Neil, would you be most comfortable bringing a woman to? Uh, is that a, is that a necessary question? No, not nothing. Not no, the, no. I know, but in the world of Neil, is that a necessary question? I'm curious as to who's got the most successful rehab. That's what I'm. Who's bounced back? Who did yeah, the bounce who, back? Because to me, watching it, I was like, ah, he'll be. Dalia's going to be. Uh, something about his because it was a video mm. by himself and just him extemporaneously talking was like that's pretty. That's more effective and not polished the way. Louis had to release a statement quickly within like a half an hour, and that would like had some problem like the the women found problematic. Aziz's was in his show that right. was like I guys thought it was too apologetic, and the women what women weren't ha nobody was happy. I felt like Delia today two days later I'm like that to me might be the most effective one. Is there a way to bounce because we're really talking about entertainment men something to do with sex mm -hmm. something to do with everybody not it's my wheelhouse <laughs> entertainment men something to do with sex go ahead um some form of misconduct allegations right 
is there in Hollywood, just because Hollywood is very, and entertainment industry is very reputation heavy and not even your actual reputation, what your perceived yeah, yeah. reputation is and who you are perce perceived to be. So is there a way to resurrect that? Is it even, it's such a, there's such a high turn. Like, is it even worth trying? Because you're well, always going to have That's the question something. is, I'm talking to somebody about the doubling down thing. It's, if you double down and say, I did nothing wrong hmm. and I completely disagree with these women, I think they're doing it. You can literally go like, I think they're doing it for whatever, attention, any of that shit. You automatically lose women, right? Automatically. Is it worth... In the long term, are you better off? Are you not this tour, but the tour after that? If you're one of the, if you get accused of something, if you're like an outlaw, you know, like Chris Brown. Uh, Chris Brown's, I don't know why it's just different. Not like to me, yeah. but just shit yeah. gets a different shakedown sometimes. Yeah. What about, though, Louis still tours. He Louis releases tours, things. Yeah. Do you think comedians he tours in smaller venues though and if he'd been an outlaw about it you know what he has to do he just has to make he has to make the tickets so expensive it's like you better really want to see me well no that's not the <laughs> issue the issue is it's who comes to your show who's gonna tell people they're gonna it, it, it's a it's a it's a bit of a trump thing where it's yeah it's, it's dirty it's like mm. one time somebody i think it was, but it's way more emotional it's way more visceral than like I have further looked inside my, you know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's funny. One time, um, what's his face? Somebody who was on stage, um, Rick Ingram, was trying to out Trump supporters. It's like who's Trump supporting you? And I was yeah. standing next to the table, and they're like, "Don't say anything." Yeah. And I, I always remember that. Yeah. Because I had the urge to point. Right? Yeah. It is secretive. Half There's the people a, you see are Trump supporters. I mean, not in LA, but like. They're all tourists at yeah. the store. A yeah. lot of them are tourists. So yes. let's just, a lot more than will raise their hand, you know? Yeah. But it is, it's the same thing. Who's going to say, oh, I have two tickets to. Like, and that's the thing I'm saying. And then try inviting a girl. When you can get it. Because yeah. I think even girls at a point would be like, I like this outlaw. A lot of these girls are full of shit, you know, like then you tap into their misogyny. <laughs> well, the funny, okay, example, I invited a friend to, the, he was like, I want to come to the store, I want to bring my friend. I was like, cool. So I saved them a seat. And it was a regular, like, went just the store lineup. So it's yeah. a fucking assorted Hodge box Hodge, of yeah. chocolates. I mean, yeah. this isn't one person show. No. And I mean, it's a lot of times it was my show. Uh, at the okay, end of the night, you'd be like, you know what? Although I did a joke the other night that I'm like, defend Dalia, but as soon as he gets a spot earlier than me, I'm going to be like, let's not forget about what he did. <laughs> Is that how you bring him up? Yeah. And, uh, like, look, I'm bringing this. Yeah. Um, so uh, he brought uh, him and a girl and a guy, friend of his, and the girl was like, there was somebody on that I won't mention, but yeah. someone that's a polarizing yeah. uh, figure. She's like, I run a blog. Like, I can't be seen watching this guy's show. Like, it first first of all, a million things we're not even gonna address. Like, yeah. bitch, no one cares about you. Yeah. But she even she was just like, nah, I associate way too many things that's against that person. Yeah. That if someone knew that I went and sat yes. through and even gave this guy a chance, 
it's not good for my bottom yeah. line. So I do and, think... But that's a lot of how people watch it now. Am I allowed to like this? Am I allowed to laugh at this? Mm. I can hear it in jo- like, jokes like... Uh, uh, <laughs> like that's the, the kind of laugh so you funny. get sometimes on certain... Like... Because they're like, I think it's funny. I'm. You can hear the conflict in people. But that's where you can't even... Uh, everyone's... It's the, everyone's in the, the... They are the show. They're at the show. It's like the social mediafication of shit. The, but if you, if you doubled down, made yourself an outlaw, like the, the comic, they don't want you to see all that shit. And then you tap into women who are like, I think a lot of these girls are kind of... Right. And then they come and then they go, we, are, we, we love you. We don't care what anybody says. Well, it's like you could... I fucking hate Kim Kardashian. But if she was in line next, you'd be like, oh my God, hey girl. Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. is just... I yeah. don't know. Everyone is kind of full of shit. Yeah. So let's not expose my full of shitness by going to your show. Yeah. I think the... Yes. I was said it was people could take Kanye's, some of Kanye's political shit. Mm. But once he started throwing Jesus, it was like, nah, <laughs> I can't. This is boring. <laughs> um, Malcolm X. Who was he? Malcolm <laughs> X. It's his, it's, he was murdered 55 years ago. Is that the 56. thing? 56. Why this year is he getting more? Uh, because in Undercover NYPD oh, Detective right. on his deathbed released... Uh, made wrote a letter and was like, "That's the way to die." To my earlier point. There we, well, who's gonna be in your in your? Uh, Who am I gonna drop time on? Oh, your, you'll see. What's your deathbed confession? Mm. I'm gonna edit it. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. let's take this out. Um, we don't need Neil tries to do a poll. Undercover wrote a letter Perfect. in which he admitted he participated in actions that, in hindsight, were deplorable and detrimental to the advancement of my own black people. Oh, so he was basically he was Lakeith meant to- Stanfield and. In the Black Messiah. Yeah, so he had to infiltrate uh, mm-hmm. civil rights groups in New York. And um, if he heard they were going to, they were going to like put a bomb at yeah. the, the Statue of Liberty. Okay. So basically, let's um, get all of it. It's like a Rico case. It's like, let's get all of the people around him caught up mm-hmm. so they can't protect him. So it was a lot of his security bodyguards. And entrusted group of his inner circle. So let's go either coax them into committing a crime that they will then get caught for. Or, hey, I know about a crime. Foil the plan so they're all caught up so that he doesn't have the actual security he should um, to allow somebody armed to kill him. So that is just, it's like a it was a, So it wasn't like, it was, okay, so it was like a downstream thing. It's like freezing assets. It's just like, yeah. all right, well, then let's see how you wiggle out of this one. Yeah, that's the thing about terrorist groups is mo- or any so-called terrorist groups. Is most of the time, it's the FBI. We've talked about it before that with Al-Qaeda and ISIS, they would most of the guys that got busted after 9-11, FBI would join a mosque, an FBI guy, yeah. and he would go, you want to do terrorism? The guy would be like, no. Yeah. You sure? Come on, let's do terrorism. The guy would be like, no. Come on. And then finally the guy would be like, uh, all right, I'll have a lunch. Just make it just so fucking get easy, this over yeah. with, and then like you mother, you yeah. fucking piece of shit. Um, then they drop the, they open the 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 uh, van door, and it's over. Um, yeah, I don't, I you know what I've I've been thinking. 
based on I almost I based on uh, a bunch of shit, but kind of based on the um, Adam Curtis documentary was whenever black people say something was bad, it was worse than that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like whenever they go, it was really civil rights was really hard, and then you see it, and you're like, that's worse than hard. And with I want to say I don't want to say white, but the white version is war. War is so bad that white people, old white men, won't even talk about it. Right. Like that's when you know it's bad. But Whereas, black people have been in war for hundreds of years. No, right. Like, but I'm saying, but they don't talk. A lot of black really? guys don't talk about it either. What I'm saying is, yeah, civil rights shit. It's always worse. Like, and the way they infiltrated the Black Panthers and all that other shit. Right, right. Like, no, it's it's even. I mean, it's funny because I heard this before Rock said it, but I know a few friends that are older black men that could only go to a like a farmhouse vet for their dentistry. You know, mm-hmm. that was normal. So to hear it once, it's shocking. But when you realize that was a norm, that wasn't a weird thing yeah. to people. And I think we just gloss over it because it's too sad and also sounds made up. It's it's like too white sad. people. I, I think mean. it's like a it's common, just, it's I think really it's sixty like, percent too nah, sad. And like that's what? so crazy. What? Even the tooth the 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 vet thing they didn't think was real. No, people don't think that was real. Yeah. But even I was I was talking to somebody who is like contrarian for contrarian's sake and was sort of kind of defending not Trump, but whatever, something mm-hmm. not that I believe in and I told him like my friend just moved into a house in Mid City, and the and the covenants it said nobody can rent own this property that that isn't white. No, I'm like no, really. There's racist covenants that we ignore. Yeah. They don't even take it out. We still have to pass a law to take them out. Mm-hmm. We just actively agree to ignore it, and it's such a analogy to racism it's like no should we pass a law so that like a lovely black couple doesn't have to see that they probably weren't allowed to be here uh, 50 100 years ago just ignore it like it's fine just don't read it and people don't think that's small that's not even that's a very passive form of racism like please don't be black okay fine here um and people don't believe that's actually a thing so i you know is it is it like what is it important to convince white people still? I don't know. We kind of do, but we kind of still try, but not really. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is just because there's so many ways. So keep trying. 13% black people. I mean, 14, 15%. It's just yeah. not enough people to to wait it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was watching a Stacey Abrams. That's, you know, what made me think of Stacey Abrams. There's a Stacey Abrams documentary on um, Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it really is, actually. Um, I'm only, like, halfway through. But whenever I get a little factoid, it's, like, fucking... uh, After after World War II... No, that's not right. Anyway, the amount of... Because of the poll taxes and just black people getting fucking murdered voting and all that shit, the black registration rate for voting in I believe 1960 was 3%. Effective. 
I mean, yeah, they, they go, I don't even want them to have right. my name. Right. Like, yeah, you're not going to get many black candidates. At one point, it had been 65%. Wow. That's and then so sad. it was after Reconstruction, I believe it was 65%, and then, or during Reconstruction. And then, and then they, yeah, 3%, which is just fucking insane. Um, black Southerness in the post civil <laughs> rights era. <laughs> Deion Sanders, speaking of, this is a very black show. It's about to get blacker. Roll Come the on. window. Roll the windows out, everybody. It's about to get blacker. Um, Deion Sanders is a coach in, uh, he was he coaches a black college, coaches Jackson State, right? Cool. He's the head coach. Uh, and they were doing a, he was at a game and shit got stolen out of the locker room it was was it at jackson state um yeah edward waters so edward waters is another school so so they're doing a they're doing a game and uh they're doing a game they're performing a game and uh during the game somebody broke into the jackson state locker room and took deon sanders stuff it's since been returned i'd like to think that they were heavily threatened um, I don't Stephen get a. this Smith story. Said, okay. Stephen A. Smith basically implied that this is the yelling guy. Yeah, it's black people's dirty laundry, and kind of don't show it in front of white people. He didn't say that. First of all, he was, people steal. What does this have to do with black people? It's a black college. Uh, it's a it's a HBCU, I believe. Mm. And Stephen A. Smith was saying by promoting that or even uh, bring that to light you're making it harder to recruit students in the future it's basically just like don't know it's what a he's think? saying like keep it between us <laughs> it's like dog he got robbed well that's the that's the black do you think that, that it would be harder to pr- to recruit ki- like i don't understand i, I don't think know it's that gonna be hard the- anyway and i think uh a parent that wants to send their kid to an hbcu that wants to go to an HBCU who's good enough to get recruited by multiple colleges. I don't, I don't, I think, I think it's kind of worth whatever shit goes along with HBCU. In this case, it's a robber during a game. It happened in the fucking, at the Philadelphia 76ers, the co- the owner's brother stole from Iverson's. So it happens. It just yeah, happens. I don't think it's. Um, no, I don't think it's especially. But black. why do you think Steve? No, of course not. But why Stephen Avery? Stephen or, A. Smith. Oh, Stephen. Stephen Avery is the drummer from Jane's Addiction. <laughs> but close. Sorry. Why is that? Why is Stephen uh, making? It almost feels worse to make to connect the dots in that direction than. If we just it's let a it be weird, like, he has a thief. lot of weird angles. That's a weird angle. That's a, a very weird angle. I mean, there is something to airing dirty laundry. I believe. I don't know what the line is, but there are times for where, sure. no, for where sure. it's like, mm, eh, did we need to make a big deal mm. about this? But sorry, thief, thief is thief, thief. Yeah, don't, it's not like that's a, a accepted thing. Like, well, we steal here. It's still a crime. It's not like, well, it's legal. It's during the game is legal. Right. Um, yeah, like it's, it's uh, here, Stephen A. Smith's quote is, the reason I would have handled it differently is because the actions of a few, a criminal act, the unfortunate actions, the embarrassing actions should not be a reflection on Jackson State. That 
is how it may be inhaled and grasped and interpreted by those on the outside, white people. Yeah, of course. Uh, HBCUs have incredible challenges that I've highlighted on many, many occasions. You see how Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith, uh, he just repeats the same yeah. shit over and over again. Uh, in terms of notoriety, cachet, interest, here come the synonyms. In terms <laughs> of notoriety, cachet, interest, support, financial, uh, and otherwise, it is a challenge for historically black colleges and universities to receive those things. This does not help. Well, I don't the, know. your problems with the thieves, s- buddy. It's but not with the guy talking about getting robbed. It's a college. Someone went into a fucking locker room and took yeah. some shit. Is that's happened one million times? Not at Harvard. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm just saying. I don't know. I feel like almost the worst offender is Stephen Avery, Stephen Avery. Smith. <laughs> we don't know what the A stands yeah. for. Um, to connect those dots or just i don't know why are you trying to why are we no no don't look whites yeah, don't, no, you don't see uh, anything it, here uh, no, it's a, it's a, okay. it's an old it's an old mentality oh it's anthony <laughs> yeah he'll always be avery to me um it's an old it's an old it might be an old black person mentality like of, over a certain age you're like ah i don't. get it but i don't i, get, I don't know I how get. many people are I don't know. I, I guess it's also I thinking that I don't agree that Stephen. white people are. I and mean, will white people use it as ammunition for racism? Yeah, probably. But they're you can't. They anyone who's find looking for something. ammunition, they'll just fucking MacGyver some shit together. Yeah. Into into a a uh, weapon Weapons. to use against. So you know what. Thieves of Jackson State, do what you do, Playboy. No. Keep stealing, Playboy. No. That's what I took from it. That's what I took from it. And that that is what stealing is to me. Um, oh, Meek Mill. Do you see what he wrote? What he said? Yeah. Now. In poor taste, Meek right. Mill. In poor taste. Um, now, here's the funny thing. What's I don't even think thing? it's a story of Tyler. The creator says it. How what? He's not like a troll. If Eminem is Tyler not Eminem, Tyler I know, I know who he is, but what does he? Have to he do? his he would do lyrics like he would do like trolling lyrics. Okay, it's like Meek's not really a troller. No, uh, and um, that's more than anything. Uh, what this is like? What do you like? You're not like a fucking troll person. It's Why are you doing? And you probably knew Kobe. It's not a. It, we're talking technically. Uh, there are rhymes to be made about Kobe. I just wouldn't involve a helicopter. Just if you're if you're out there, young rappers, don't involve rappers. a helicopter. But you know, eventually, magic and AIDS became a thing to rap. Like it all gets there. Just yeah, give just it time. Rotten rhymes. Just give it time, my rhymes. son. Um. Yeah. It just seems like you probably knew that when you were writing, you probably knew, ooh, someone might not like that, you know? Yes. You know. Of course. There are, but there are jokes that, you know, are on the line that I sometimes, I can't believe they work. Um, Give me some. So this is, what is it? Yeah, and if and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'll be another Kobe Bryant. Kobe, sorry. 
So if he's saying, yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'll be another Kobe. So I don't know. People are um, going to die. I mean, I don't, th- it's sorry, not, it's I all pretty clear. Everybody was, uh, it's not, uh, it's a fine, it's fine. They got to write a lot of rhymes, these guys. Rotten rhymes. Well, also, there's so many fucked up rhymes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, like the, it's the sanctimony around like, what? Go back to uh, loosely raping women. <laughs> what happened to that? Those are the lyrics I wanted. Those are the kinds of lyrics I can get behind. <laughs> loosely. Loosely raping. raping women. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Or B.I.G. Bring that ass to me. I mean, Come on. that was a whole other, that was a whole other issue. I, I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have done Bianca that. Bianca needed just... to see the rhymes up close. <laughs> she needed to inspect the rhyme. The rhyme um, inspector we, I came. I took our monitor. And the, she <laughs> fucked the monitor up because she needed to read. And we also get to see the fact that Bianca needs glasses and will not admit it. She does the uh, old lady thing where she holds I'm sorry. it up. Um, um, so, uh, you know. That's hip hop for you, gang. Sometimes you're gonna get some errant rhymes. Sometimes and, you feel um, like a nut. Sometimes you yeah. don't. Um, it's, but do it's you think the Meek th- Mill? I've always considered the Black Ari Shafir, so it only <laughs> makes sense that he finally came for Kobe. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Okay. I also think he like has a Meek Mill's a lot of like side deals now that are barely music related. Like he's like a Puma. He's just a, yeah. He got he had the weirdest come up after jail. It was like Jay Z just organized all the shit for him. Yeah, it's all it's he feels like Jay Z ish things. He's, uh, he's I don't. In. I well, he's it's His the same management ventures, company yeah. and it's all that shit. I don't. He's never going to get to Jay's level, but I for some reason he got a ton of goodwill, mm. even though he was imprisoned incorrectly or right. unfairly, whatever illegally. Um, it's not based not on music. Well, I mean, it was. It was. Legal. It, was it was just stupid. Specious legal theories. Right, right. Wagging his finger. Um, my queen Serena. Moving on. Lost. Queen Serene. Queen Serene. Queen of Serena. Uh, lost <laughs> in Australia, and uh, people think she's gonna retire. Or something. She's ranked she did, ten. She ain't retire. She did a. The way she, they analyze the way she put her hand, the goodbye. They analyze oh, the I don't way. think, I, I don't think she's going to retire. She, you, she makes, she's much more uh, profitable re- playing even if she's not winning. Oh, yeah. I feel like she's like, I'm going to go out on top. Or Summer she's about, like, it's going to take, she can suck for three years Meet and the that. tennis the tennis, uh, like that, she can play for three more years, and the tennis is such a poorly understood uh, thing that most people won't even know she sucks for a while. Like it'll just take a, the a while before people go like, "Oh, like I didn't know." By the way, like no tennis players' careers have lasted this long at this level. Like Martina Navratilova. What is about a, the Fed Federer? Federer, I guess so. I remember saying Serena like weren't. You weren't supposed to be good this long, right? She's been good for 20 years. For like, that's fucking hard to do. I remember their Got Milk commercial, their Got yeah. Milk ads. Like, that's back when people used to drink cow's milk. That's how long <laughs> that was. Uh, the, yeah, I don't, I, she's not retiring. I hope she doesn't. She's not. She just won't. Like, it's, there's no way she's But that, retiring. you know, I started after 
um, they're just so obsessed with her. Like the way she's um, shown in the media. And I, like it's tennis, but she supersedes tennis in mm -hmm. a way. I, I started looking back at it and they're so unfair to Serena Williams. They, like yeah. she gets such an unfair shakedown. It's, it goes past, it's like Britney Spears level. It's like that Britney Spears doc. It, I remember I read something that when she was pregnant, they made a case that she, her metabolism, oh, right. it's she unfair. Oh, right, because she had some testosterone in her blood from having a baby. Just some she's bullshit. She's pregnant. Yeah. And because she's doing so good, they're yeah. like, well, she's pregnant, so her metabolism and testosterone. It's actually doubles. She's <laughs> playing. There's two of her. And yeah. I'm like, generally, we give pregnant people, like, it's considered harder to be pregnant to do things. But somehow she's with Serena Williams, it's it, like. There's a combination with Serena where she's a bit of an outlaw she doesn't fuck with the. She doesn't fuck with. The, it's like they didn't. They don't fuck with each other. Yeah. But they write all the articles, so it seems we're like we're not. I just no one talks about how unfair of a shakedown she gets. Yeah, absolutely. She got. She yelled at a judge, whatever, two years ago, and said they were a thief and all that stuff. But McEnroe, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, he's wild. Yeah, it's it's just what stories do white people want to tell themselves. One of the stories they love telling themselves, and I know because I tell it to myself every night mm -hmm. as I go to sleep, is uh, is we're not racist. <laughs> right. Not real. What? I call them like I see them. <laughs> What's that? A, 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 black, a dominant black woman. What? I wouldn't make comments about her body that I would that I wouldn't make about white women. It's like you can't. It's just ra it's just racist, but it's so. It's so embarrassing that they just have to go like, huh, huh, what? <laughs> it's all this other, like this? It's a, huh. Um, the idea of you falling asleep and telling yourself, a giant racist. book, I'm not, a I'm giant not book racist. called White Myths. I'm not racist. Um, white I'm a good stories. bed boy. I'm a good bed boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, what? I don't benefit <sighs> from this system. Except for the, except absolutely. Hello. Um, Anyhow, brings us to Doc Watch. Doc Watch. I only date women who have their own taxes. That's so funny that you said that. No, I didn't say that. Another guy said it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A guy, yeah. Yeah, so I saw Alan versus Pharaoh. I haven't watched it. I want to watch it. I was like, this is kind of funny. What doing? Is this 12 to 5? This is what I was doing. Okay. Yeah, I don't like talking about masturbation. Come on. But last night it Play was it around. Out. It was around closing. I was. It was. I. Had to, I knew I had to read my white myths to myself. And <laughs> um, at a time. And so I either had. To, I was either going to watch the Woody Allen documentary or masturbate. And I was like, if I watch it, I can't masturbate. I'm not going to be able to masturbate. Why can't you? Uh, you, you don't do want to watch the... about child molestation and, oh, then, okay. and then segue in a light segue. <laughs> I think that brings us to. Because you can't do Asian. There's so many categories that are off Do you off masturbate limits. in the bed? I don't need to get into any of this. <laughs> I know you wouldn't tell me. This is. I think you're you're a rude person. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah. You can't. It it ruins it for the right. You're no, like, that makes you good. have to become like a moral. You're a good outrage. Guy. Yeah. So I just kept it hidden. Um. It was. It's so dense. And they really fine tooth comb 
Because as a kid, you always heard, you know, William yeah. Woody Allen met, married his mm-hmm. whatever daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one seemed to make a big deal about it eventually, at least when it was I was thing, conscious it was, I, I, having never been into older, uh, younger women, even when I was young, I was always like, if I was, when I was like 18, I was like trying to fuck late 20s women. Um, I need a certain amount of sag, you know that's, what I mean? That's changed. A little hanging. Um, now I flipped it. <laughs> uh, did I tell you? I flipped it. Um, no, but so I've just never been into younger women. So, But apparently in the 70s, it was like a thing. And like Led Zeppelin would fuck 13-year-olds. And they were fine with it. And their parents were fine with that it. That one song... It, She's songs, just 16 years there's a, old. There's a shitload of those songs. Leave her alone. I'm like, it's they not play leave that her at, alone. It's They it, say, yes, it is. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. But Creepy. Right. They say. That's, it's yeah, a, they it's say. an outlaw song. It's That's like, they don't song. understand our love. Jerry Lee Lewis fucked his, uh, married his they cousin. They play that song at underage. weddings. Yes. Yeah. There are a ton. Uh, Who is it? Into, Into the, the Night, night. by Benny Mardonis. <laughs> They played a lot. Uh, give us some underage lyrics. Just type it in, Will. Underage girl, underage sex lyrics. lyrics? I don't know. Um, 18 creepy songs about younger women that you've been singing along to without realizing it. Itsy Bitsy Titsy Girl. I kind of had a feeling. Okay. Uh, Christine 16 was a kiss what, song. My Sharona. My Sharona. How dare what? you? Oh, never gonna give it up. Get it never. Okay. Then, I always get it up for the younger kind. For wow. the touch of the younger kind. Hey. Good morning, little schoolgirl. Girl, you'll be a woman oh. soon. You'll be. Yeah, we didn't mind it. No one, I don't remember people picketing uh, 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 fucking uh, Pulp Fiction. Stray Cat, Cat Blues, Blues by the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones have like a black lady song. Brown yeah. Sugar's about fucking black women. Uh, they put it in the title, Young Girl. Yeah. Ides of March by Vehicle. I mean, yeah, it's it Don't Stand don't Too Close say, to Wait, me. how? That's about him, young teacher, the subject oh. of schoolgirl fantasies. It's like, uh, this girl's half his age. Oh. Clack, clack. Um, brown sting, sugar. Sting my ayahuasca brother. Oh, just brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Yeah. Yeah, See, so this is like this girl. is again. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm saying it as it's like a a, yeah. that used to be like a thing, like a status thing. Mm. Um, there was a woman today in the paper who said that Woody Allen, I guess, fucked her when she was 16 and he was 38, 40. Um, that's again, I they're almost two different things to me, but the, the difference is that you realize that, um, he was very, you know, children averse. Like, didn't yeah. want him. Keep him away from Ronan, me. whose party I took you to. Right. His birth name was Satchel. Yeah, as I you know. Saw on the Only documentary. In, yeah. Which is uh, that was weird. I was like, now, Satchel. if you want a counter argument to all this, because my problem with the Woody Allen stuff is, whatever I read or see, I believe. Whatever the last thing I read or believed, I believe. So, Moses Pharaoh. Yeah. Wrote a blog. Two years ago, three years ago, that you'll read it and go, I believe this. And, and it's, it's not exonerates it's, Woody Allen. Mia Farrow's a crazy person. But you know what's funny, and you see in the documentary, and so it's four parts, they only have one part out, is that 
he took a liking to Moses and treat and Moses was the only one of her kids that didn't have a dad. And he mm -hmm. was so like drawn to him. And what from what I can see, from what I know in the first um part is that Woody Allen really did a divide and conquer. Like he was obsessed over Moses. And then when Mia Farrow said something like, you know, I'd like to be pregnant again. I'd like to have own kids. He was not really into it. But he said, well, if you adopt, he's like, I could, I'm more partial to it if you adopt a blonde kid that looked a little bit more like us, then I'd be more into it. So then she adopted Dylan. And so he, Dylan and Moses, he was really obsessed with Moses okay. until Dylan came around. And the way everyone describes how obsessed and she would say, you know, I was like his kid. And he would tell me, oh, mommy doesn't want you around. Mommy is too busy for you. Dylan's the red-haired woman now. Right. Okay. Uh, mom, And she said she felt like I was his and I had to be with him. And when he came in the room, her demeanor would change. So I do wonder if that's true. And that seems to be actually pretty true yeah. with all so many people, so many people's accounts of the situation, including Dylan. I do wonder... Who's more impartial to what? You know, it well, also seems like he this, wasn't a big fan point, of Ronan. It's, it's, so I'm like, well, the Ronan thing. I remember reading that at some point he just said like, "Me and this kid don't get along." Yeah, like it's all. Like did he, they mention the Frank Sinatra element? That hasn't come up. Do you know what that is? Absolutely not. What's going on? Well, look up. Just Google well, Ronan Farrow. Well, Frank Sinatra. Will. Maybe he's Frank Sinatra's kid and not Woody Allen's kid. Well, they were trying to have a kid and it wasn't working. That's what, like, there's so, this is a Rashomon thing at this point where everyone's saying something different and it's like. He kind of looks more like Frank Sinatra. He's so um, handsome. Like, Ronan's the best looking. Why don't the they just do a DNA test? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he looks like. All I'm like saying is, I don't. I, Frank Sinatra. Because oh I God. know Ronan. Uh, I know Ronan. Oh my God. I know. I'm taking you to his home. Oh my God. His mugshot and Ronan look the exact same. Now, Ronan looks so much like Mia Farrow. Not um, when you put this up. No. I mean, they side by side, they're like identical. Like, that's. Hey, Ronan, is that you? And meanwhile, it's Mia Farrow. Um, <laughs> so. Um, She's in all up in the dock, which I like. Yeah. It's I'm, very like horse's mouth. Of, I know. Yes. But I like. But it's not all of the horses is well, the problem. Well, no. In, in the documentary's defense, um, I Woody haven't Allen, seen it, FYI. I'm, yeah, it, I'm there's gonna no watch way to spoil it. I just, it. I, just, I just had to masturbate. Uh, <laughs> priorities. Yeah. Um, so there's no way to spoil it. It's so dense. It's so dense. But yeah. in the documentary's defense, um, Woody Allen, I guess in 2020 recorded tapes and mm -hmm. put them out called like he made he wrote a book he wrote a book nothing. yeah that yeah so it's on he also recorded it on tape so they have that i'm assuming he didn't agree to the documentary but they have ha that as a counter to a lot of the things they say and he says like i was like took a strong liking to Moses of all the kids. So he was like the closest with him at first, you know, when he yeah. started hanging around and he thought, oh, you know, I don't want anything to do with the kids. They live separately. But then he found himself filling the role and actually being there for them and blah, blah, blah. And like, so it's not that his voice isn't heard, but. No, I don't. I mean, he released a statement today, Colin, and said it was a hatchet job. Like, 
I'm sure. Yeah. That's. I just think it's like I don't. I don't think we'll ever know. That's how I feel. About I don't it know. Point. Watch the first part. Because... Read. Let me just read you a yeah, section. Yeah. Go back to Moses. Moses thing. The fatal dysfunction within my childhood home had nothing to do with Woody. It began long before he entered the picture and came straight from a deep and persistent darkness within the Farrow family. It was common knowledge in Hollywood that my grandfather, the director John Farrow, was a notorious drinker and a serial philanderer. There were numerous alcohol-fueled arguments between her parents, and Mia told me that she was the victim of attempted molestation within her own family. Her brother, my Uncle John, uh, who visited us many times when we were young, is currently in prison on a conviction of multiple child molestation charges. So that's Mia Farrow's brother. My mother has never publicly commented on this or expressed concern about his victims. Uh, my uncle Patrick and his family would often come by and those visits could end abruptly as me and Patrick would often end up arguing. Patrick would commit suicide in 2009. My mother, of course, had her own darkness. She married a 50-year-old Frank Sinatra when she was only 21. Um, Frank Sinatra wrote a song about her called She's So Young. I'm kidding. What did this young piece of tale? Uh, after they divorced, she moved uh, in to live with her close friend uh, Dory Piven and her husband Andre. When my mother became pregnant by, by Andre, the Previn's marriage broke up, leading to Dory's institutionalization. It's never spoken of in our home, of course, and not even known to me until a few years ago. But as I look at it as a licensed therapist and as an eyewitness, it's easy to see the seeds of dysfunction that would flourish within our home. There's more shit about her locking them in closets and just like, I. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I think Woody Allen's a fucking psycho. Make no mistake. Uh, I just don't think it can be known. Uh, I just, the only thing for me is like, so let's just assume there was just massive dysfunction everywhere. Yeah. You can't pinpoint it. They weren't this like blissful family. And also reading that, it does gloss. I mean, I don't know. We haven't seen all four parts, but yeah. right now it looks like a yeah. lovely, picturesque family. A family, an idyllic family ruined by Woody Allen. Right, but the problem is that uh, so Suyun gets this. The ending is literally the end of part one. Is like they discover the photos, and they she addresses it with the family and tries is like, Daddy took naked pictures of Suyun, and Dylan's like, Oh, I'm not the only one. That's the end. So it's like, yeah, there's dysfunction everywhere. Yeah, and like it does seem tumultuous, and it does seem like adoption babies whatever also why would you there were so there was so much of her knowing woody allen had inappropriate behavior people calling it out in her building saying i there's some shit going on with him and then taking him to therapist mm -hmm. hey you need to work so you're you know that there's something going on so yeah. they're, they're already like i'm with her until he's doing inappropriate touching and you take him to a therapist to work through it, as opposed to you get the jail. fuck yeah. away from You're my children. You're about to lose your job. You're about to lose your job. So it's like, okay, well, I wouldn't, I would never yeah. entertain a relationship where my the my boyfriend and my adopted daughter that he said I'd be more fond of and treat her like my own if she looked. Like she was white and not a bunch of yeah, Asian kids. I, like, and you're in a bed in their underwear, yes. and everyone is like, the little girl's grabbing at his penis in public, like, and you want to work through that. So something has to be up with you. Do you know what I mean? With Mia. With Mia. Yeah. Who? Works I mean, for, like, I get. I, I don't. That's the thing is, I don't. The other, the next one, um, 
Uh, it was important to my mother to project to the world a picture of happy, blended household of both biological and adopted children, but this was far from the truth. I'm sure, my mother had good intentions in adopting children with disabilities from the from the direst of circumstances, but the reality inside our walls was very different. It pains me to recall instances in which I witnessed siblings, some blind or physically disabled, dragged down a flight of stairs to be thrown into a bedroom or a closet, then having the door locked from the outside. She even shut my brother Thaddeus, paraplegic from polio, in an outdoor shed overnight as punishment for a minor digression. Trans- I'm sorry, transgression. Yeah. So this is another one of the kids that... Another horse. That's the... Th- you know, and, 100%. And that's why I... <laughs> Uh, we'll let the horse bray. It's never left. <laughs> Thank you. That's my guy. Let that you. horse the bray. Um, so, you know. What I'm saying is that I don't believe just from that because they don't talk a lot about it. And who knows? Maybe it's like, you know, who knows what the strategy is to tell the story. The first part is picture us and then we go into what the kids we, I mean and the reviews have been like this is damning conclusive evidence against Woody Allen it is and that's but, what but I, I just wish they would link to this the thing is this doesn't exonerate Woody Allen because I mean no you know I, I mean? agree I, 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 just I think seemed... like I said I think Woody Allen's a fucking psycho I think he's an amazing uh, the, comedian joke writer right. and, and one of the greatest filmmakers ever it sucks ever. too because they go through all his movies like and I'm just like, like oh, fuck I love that oh, one it's a I love that one too oh. but um what it shows is that there was a talk, there was a grounds for toxicity that the wrong person was allowed to flourish in. I mean, it's gross. And enough outside people, like some world-renowned uh, psychologist, world-renowned, was lives in According Mia's According to build. the documentary, yeah. No, no, I like looked it up. She's yeah. like oh, written right. about, she's just lived okay. in this rich people yeah. building in New York, so it's not like yeah. wild. Um. And then she rang her and was like, I saw Woody, like she on her own was like, I saw him greet your daughter. Something's wrong there. The the intensity he greeted her with, like a fucking peeping Tom. Of, of Sunni or no, the, or no, the... nothing about Sunni except the photos that you don't hear her talk really about, hear both of them talk about Sunni. Um, this therapist just saw him in the lobby greet Dylan. And she was so concerned. She was like, that was fucking weird. Yeah. So it, there's enough in there's enough evidence on both sides that like, look, uh, the more up. these my genius peers fall off, the better <laughs> I look. <laughs> They're not your peers. Look, my genius Woody Allen is my filmmaking <laughs> peer. I would peer. put Half Baked in the Goods <laughs> up against Annie Hall in Manhattan uh. any day of the week and lose in a blowout. <laughs> um. There's a documentary on HBO Max Plus. Um, <laughs> purple. Uh, HBO purple. Purple. Ma- purple, ma- purple drink ma- HBO. Um, Samanex. Uh, same kind of pantone. Um, called Bla- it's basically just black art. I saw that. It's dope. It's great. It's just a very roll call. Love it. Of like Carrie James Marshall and, and Kara yeah. Walker. Henry and- Taylor. Uh, uh, I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, what? It, maybe. Um, is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. He's in L.A. He's one of my favorite artists. But what's the, what, Henry Taylor? Is his name? Yeah, Henry Taylor. They're just that great. looks like Carrie James Marshall. I mean, it's the it it 
Yeah, but it's funny the person who Carrie James Marshall kind of bit his style mm. from a professor. There's a couple things in it that are just great. Okay. One of the professors uh, did a who taught Carrie James Marshall said they would do an exercise where they would do a collage, right? And but and it was this. I guess they would cut out the different pieces ahead of time and you had to make a collage with the same pieces four different ways in subsequent weeks which just hearing that is like fuck that's such a good way to approach anything like you have to do it for take four different approaches so you didn't get to like like this is my baby that one it's you just like right maybe like let's try it that way right um, and also that Carrie James Marshall kind of bit his kind of style from the teacher. Um, and, uh, Rock told me a fucking hilarious Eddie Murphy thing that if you said something funny around Eddie in the eighties that he could use in his act, he'd be like, you better turn that over to proper authority. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny. funny. I don't think he actually would take it. He was just it was just kind of shitting on people. Uh but, but watch Black Art, <laughs> it's great. Um well let's do some emails, huh, honey? It's time to check that email. Emails. Hey Nini and BB. L S T N E R. Ding. That's nice. Ooh. Neil. She's whip it. Every time you say the former CEO of Amazon's name, you pronounce it Bezos. But every other time I've heard it, it's pronounced Bezos. Yeah. Do you know something we don't know? (laughs) Is this winner's circle intel? Or do you just say it weird? Please tell me. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's been bugging me for months. Thanks. I, the truth is I don't know how to pronounce it. But the other truth is I do have a winner circle connection <laughs> to Jeff Bezos. That's all. That I don't know. I don't but I don't know how to say it. Um what is it? Uh, what's his name? M M A B M B A? No, I, it's somebody you wouldn't think. Interesting. Yeah. In- Vacations with him sometimes. Interesting. Winter is circle, he fun? Small circle. Jeff Bezos. Uh, I I think he. I yeah. I just think those guys. This is what I said about conspiracy theories. It's like those guys are just busy. Yeah. They don't. They're not evil. They're just intense. They just want (laughs) to do this thing. Right. They. Their thing is like he. He wanted to like make a store that had everything in. It's not like an evil thing. He just fucking. Had a thought he could underwrite bookstores. And then he was like, well, maybe we could do it with everything. It's like yeah. not like, and now I shall. I don't think he's a good guy, but Mackenzie sure as hell is. Yeah. She's a girl. She's a good guy. <laughs> She's a good guy. <laughs> um, all right. Good one. Thank you. Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Long time feeler here. I have a quick question. I was recently married. And me and my wife both owned a home before we got married. So now we have two properties to our names. Her house was a little bit nicer. So we decided that we would rent out my house until we decide what we're going to do with it. We hired a property manager to look after the property for us. 
And recently the property manager called me and was giving me an update on the property and he kept calling me buddy on the phone. I didn't think anything of it, but my wife overheard this and said that he was being really disrespectful. She said that he should call me Mr. Reynolds and not refer to me as Buddy. This guy is a 40-something American of European ancestry. I'm a late 30-something American of African ancestry. And I didn't know if he was being disrespectful or maybe this was normal. I wanted to see how you guys f- felt about it. How Neil feel and what Binky thinking? Should I check this guy and tell him not to call me buddy and instead call me Mr. Reynolds? Or should I just let it go because he probably wasn't being disrespectful? Well, let's assume he does assume he knows he's black. Yeah. Uh, how good do you need to be? How clicked in do you need to be with your property manager? If it's like a hierarchy thing, you know, you can lay down the law. But if you kind of need him to have your back, do you put the guy in his place that you you put in position to watch your whole property? I don't know. What if you all Look, of a sudden get... I, if anyone who's watched my commercials, sometimes white people call black people buddy and they don't mean anything about oh it. Oh, my God, so, Neil. This, is, this guy is a plant. <laughs> He works for Kevin Hart. Uh, buddy, buddy. The I I think there it's his tone. I don't know. I, it's a total tone issue to me. Maybe say, eh, I'm not your but I don't know. It just seems. Or couldn't you be like, you know what? Call me John or if, call me. I don't. Yeah, Mr. it also could be one of those things where the wife is being sensitive in a way that maybe the wife's white. And she's sense. I I don't. I need more information. The thing is, you can't be like, you know what? Call me blank. And if it's something more proper, it's way more awkward. Call me Mister <laughs> Mister Tip. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. He, what I don't know. Call what me if, King. Yeah, call me Mister Andrew. Whatever the fuck is Reynolds. Name is. Uh, Reynolds. Yeah. Um, uh, I I think you leave it. I I would leave it. I would leave and it. if he presses. If he call, if it gets more collegial from there, if he calls you my guy, then you go. Hey, That's Neil's line. He hates my guy. Hey, Neil hates no my more. guy. My guy is the line. You hate. Don't my call guy. me my guy. It's never you Yo, never mean. Guy. It's never meant well. From white, my white, guy. black, or black, white in either direction. Nobody means well. Um, hey, about man. My guy is the true buddy. <laughs> Buddy can mean something good. My guy has never. I it might have meant something good for like a week, and it was instantly bad. It was instantly like, "All right, you fucking crazy person over there." <laughs> but it, I mean, I guess it's like, "Oh, my guy works at me, whatever." But if you go, "Hey, my guy," it's never good. Yeah. And I don't like it, and I will. And I've built a podcast around <laughs> being against it. Goodbye. You've got. Uh, uh, Bianca's got an apology it. to make. Okay. Hi, Neil and Bianca. I'm listening to the podcast now. To clarify, the girl in The Bachelor did not wear blackface. Okay, it was a sorority party where they dressed up like Gone with the Wind on a plantation. Yes, I understand. Not a great look, but definitely not blackface. Thanks. The police. Uh, that <laughs> police got, officer Leslie. So you. So we clarified. Do you want to apologize? 
Oh yeah, my bad. I didn't actually know. I just I think we talked about it before. It was the we, it's the fog of cancellation. This we you round. Don't remember I, you got, I think it was ba- blackface, or I don't remember. I rounded up to blackface. He wasn't against somebody. It and just I'm you sorry. got. I don't know. He did something wrong. I'm sorry. And no one benefits, but she's in trouble. Okay, so sorority party where they dress like Gone in the Wind Plantation. Go. Do you think that's how bad? How bad are we talking? I think that's bad. Now I have thought about. Remember, like a month ago when I said that there's something about being in a foreign country, being in like Thailand and like. And oh yeah, the, yes, yes, yes. There's I something total that's colonial. I'm se- I'm making yeah, colonialism. Uh, sexy, cool. You like something. it? You like that? The Orient. I'll admit. The it. Orientals. I'll admit it. Yes, that was me acknowledging some level of uh, enjoying the spoils. Now, but yeah, you, if you, I but whenever I've been anywhere, plant that's the thing about the South that creeps me out. It's like you can feel the shit. You can it's feel like thick. the. I don't. I don't know. Like even if you hadn't. If I, I feel like if I was, if I woke, if I like was poisoned and woke up in a field in the South, I would know that I was in the South more than if I was somewhere else. Yeah, loud. Even like, I hadn't met anyone. Loud cricket noise, cicadas, <laughs> and weeping willow. I mean, again, yeah, everything's beyond the, wet. I, I would think, yeah, the more obviously the humidity, but I don't know. There's something about it that's. It's, listen, plantations are spooky. I don't understand. Yeah. And look, they're obviously gorgeous. There were meant to be gorgeous big houses with these huge fields. Well, but, they, they deserve uh, them. Go ahead. Okay. But I feel like the South is... The, the white Souths are... The white Southerners are really over it. They're like, it's fine. People died here yeah. for, and were oppressed and yeah. had terrible lives and other kids went from them and were raped and murdered. But it's like just it's beautiful. You know so, what they could use is some Catholic guilt and shame. For real. And there are a lot of It's Catholics. a weird it's it's a weird thing where it skipped them, but it like skipped them, it, but they're the really, really shame religious. like went to Philly and Boston for <laughs> yeah, some reason. Like, okay. We'll take it. But <laughs> like we're <laughs> we're like the least but I don't know why you didn't go for them. Why the fucking we didn't all we did was come here. <laughs> they fucking you know, all of a sudden they're like, Well, we'll get yourself really a julep. Funny. Um, <laughs> the South still got something to say. Goodbye. Hello, BBME, LSTNER. Uh, this is somewhat of a response to a letter advising Neil to start dating more black women. First, I think it's important to consider if black women are really out here actively looking to date guys like Neil, let alone Neil himself. <laughs> <laughs> I get Hedis. it. I, I hate it, and I, I get it. Uh, for the black women who are out here pining for Neil's love and affection... Uh, they might have to come to terms with the fact that he might not just be all that into them. I'm a listener from the Champs era, and Neil has mentioned his lady preferences many times over the years. Black women are very rarely placed on that list, and all caps, that is okay. As a black lady myself, I once upon a time became very distraught after Louis C.K. boldly proclaimed that he did not find black women attractive. Then we all found out that his mother, that this motherfucker was jerking off in front of bitches without their consent, and I took solace in the fact that because of his personal preferences, a few potentially susceptible black women may have been spared. Um, <laughs> this is not to say that Neil's performing any sort of sexual misconduct out here on the streets. Mm. I just think that people's sexual preferences should be left at just that. 
free from any further scrutiny, particularly because you never know what's happening behind closed doors. You sure don't. Love the show. You guys really have. You guys really don't have to take this shit. It's kind of the nicest thing you said to us. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Um, uh, oh, this is a side note. And a. Did you see the Megan the Stallion cover of a lore? <laughs> My ex, the mixed ex, was the style, is the editor. So well, it, that's the thing. You've dated black Of course. I don't know what she's talking what is- about. Um, like one of my longest relationships. Um, but yeah. letterhead, uh, yeah, letterhead. For fuck's sake, um, <laughs> for fuck's sake, what do you want? You got a black one with letterhead. That's I didn't how many like the. I didn't like the. That's the. That's it. That's it's like. This is why a, is it so overly sexual? I understand. It, I don't. Do you think it's sexual? I thought see. it was like more like not sexual. Well, it wasn't sexual, but it it seems um uh like you took the first idea in the brainstorming. But I think the way they just didn't, they didn't make it like, it's, it's like her at home. Yeah, unremarkable. It looks like a Dove ad or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, when the ladies like with the regular bodies. Like just unadorned. I think that was the premise. Um, I know, but do, What do women think of? That's what I wonder is like, as a guy, honestly, there's a world in which this is sexier than... Uh, for sure. Full makeup. And I hair. think for men, every guy always says, no guy is like, I want you to have a full yeah. face of makeup, please. They may be attracted to women like that, but they always want natural. This fucking gets on everything. Gets on your sheets and fucking, it just gets everywhere. It's funny, really? But if you fuck hard, yeah. Damn, Neil fucks hard. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. I fuck the foundation <laughs> off of it. You know me. Uh, I learned he fucks a lot through these dishes. <laughs> um, so yes, but this is high fashion shit. So it's not about mm-hmm. guys at all. You don't count here, right? I you guess the count. question is: This is compared to what Harper's can do. What what happened with it's a, yeah? It's Vice not a lore. It's Harper's Bazaar. You know, but then Vice com, com, Kamala Harris. Kamala's, I think it was Vanity Fair. Maybe maybe it's Vanity Fair. It's so like yeah, great. You know, first idea in the think tank. Well, I I think with Kamala they had more the than so more than. Uh, that's I don't know. whack. That's whack. That's I could take that photo. I mean, her. that's our old backdrop <laughs> from the show. <laughs> she she and uh, I'm old glad to see one. that our back. Where are they Year now? <laughs> the backdrop. Has gone Play where are they now? It's such a good song. On the cover of Vogue. On the cover, the old backdrop from the show is now on the cover of Vogue. Congratulations, rest in power, King. Yo, people hated our Kamala backdrop. Harris Vogue. Um, the uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, do you think it's a black woman thing, or you think it's a style thing? I think I it's think maybe it, a trend thing. I don't think it started out as she's black, so let's go mm-hmm. with our plan C's and D's. But yeah. I do wonder if there's a subconscious. I don't know. Uh, Michelle had a lot of good covers. On, but that's Michelle. I mean, if we're talking about race, she's as black as no, she's black you know, as black as anybody. Something tickled me. Um, no, I don't think it's black, bad cover, yeah. white, good. Of course, there are good and bad covers with everybody. I just think people were saying there's a bit of an absent-mindedness to like highlight her in a get creative and do well, something I, spectacular. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. knowing Samara, like. She's not. She's incredibly thoughtful and proud of 
But Samir is not the one who decides the photo. The she's the editor of Harper's Bazaar and styled that shoot. God. Yeah. Get so me now you're up. fucking with Why'd me. Why'd you tell me this? You tricked <laughs> I'm me. I'm betting she doesn't. You me. She's one of the few people, few, few exes who did not like my tweet about it being their fault. Oh, <laughs> really? A lot of people like, a lot a, a lot of, it was a roll call for exes. And she Well, did maybe not, that one wasn't I don't think she follows fault. me. Maybe that one wasn't her fault. Uh, she, it did, was, she didn't pick uh, up her no, letterhead. No, that wasn't her fault. <laughs> so. No, it absolutely wasn't her fault. Um, I mean, obviously, the joke is it's not any of their fault. Yeah, no, of course, of course. It's but. I'm Woody Allen. And they're my daughters. <laughs> Don't say and it's that. Unknowable who who did what to whom? Do you not this is that. just for my own um, goodbye. You've got mail. Uh, hey, bud. So I had some good things happening to me recently, and I began thinking about legacy. Everyone wants a well-attended funeral, myself included. So what should I make a priority when attaching my name to a thing? Uh, you hate legacy. I don't care about legacy. I've been clear about this from day one. Yeah. I think it is hogwash. And I Old. think once you're uh. gone, once it's over, it's over. And this is the spirit padre saying that. You don't believe in reincarnation? Spirit. Yeah, no, but even if I did, I wouldn't be like, you know, that's my former. I built that gymnasium. <laughs> like, it's fucking dumb. It's just a dumb. I'm all for giving but this thing of my i shall and from here on out people shall know the neil brennan name that he stood for it's the joke i've been doing about confederate statues i wasn't drawing strength from them the there's what is there's a famous story about there's like a statue somewhere in england and it's been so long no one actually knows knows why knows why it's so fucking funny (laughs) i mean it's it's a it's it's a an, it's an allegory for all of it. It's hilarious. Or there's a there's a rock in a church that's been enclosed in like a, in a, a display case. Yeah, and no one knows why. It's a big rock. It's like... a dope rock. <laughs> it's the dopest rock that, that the he dopest. Got. He won ro- rock of the century <laughs> in 1400. Rock of the uh, century. I don't care about legacy. Do what you like for your life question if you had kids legacy helps other people that you're when you're gone not in a way that anyone likes i didn't say money no no i didn't say money i'm saying legacy doesn't it help your kids if you had kids that's another thing of like the name he's carrying on the name what there's we have google now i know what you were it's not like i i've never heard of them in this town what name it's it's fucking medieval shit. Come on, Come on. don't waste my goodbye. Time. You've got Just, mail. Uh, here's an email. Just letting you know, Big J and Louis Louis J Gomez recently said their last conversation with Patrice O'Neill was Patrice talking about how Neil was one of his favorite Aww. comedians. That's legacy, Neil. That's All right. well, that's legacy. different. Uh, legacy when it comes to comedy is like. Well, no, it's just, <laughs> a, ah, hey, a dead guy said something about you that was nice. Uh, I like that. Because Patrice and I had long arguments. We had a three-hour argument one time on the phone that as soon as I hung up, I was like, I wish I recorded that. Because it was so emblematic of his personality. Where I, me and Dove, David Off were doing a pilot. We wrote a part for him. And I called him and I was like... And he had done an episode of Chappelle show, Player Hated Ball, and then he just wouldn't come back. <laughs> just wouldn't come back. He was so He had good. a recurring character, wouldn't come back. To be... Wouldn't do it again. Would literally didn't. Wouldn't come back. 
For what reason? Stubborn? I he didn't like supporting someone. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> like supporting Dave. Honestly, he didn't want to be in a he didn't want to be like on this motherfucker's show. Yeah. He wouldn't say motherfucker. Does he did he ever have his own thing? No. So all right, so we have a three hour argument. I start the conversation. I go, Patrice, so me and Dub have this thing for you. I go, let me ask you this. Are you gonna be an asshole? He's like, Neil, what the fuck are you even call me with this shit for? Like, what is that? What the fuck does that even mean? I go, exactly. Wait, that's what... how you open the conversation? Yes. Are you going to be an asshole? Yes. I said hello, probably. But <laughs> okay. but also, like, fucking please. Have you ever seen his comedy? It's like, <laughs> what? That's how you, yes, that's his fucking, his it's lingua franca. Funny. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, I didn't just, he didn't pick up the phone and I said, are you going to be an asshole? <laughs> we exchanged things. So we have a three-hour argument about whether he's an asshole or not. So I was like, Patrice, he because he basically confessed to not wanting to be on somebody else's show. Uh, I think that's probably why he quit The Office, too, because he was on like the first six episodes of The Office. Um, he was? Yeah. Him and, him and Craig Robinson were like a oh, pair. Okay. I, yeah, I remember. Um, so I asked him, are you going to be an asshole? We argued for three hours about what constitutes an asshole whether he'd be one. And I explained to him, I was like, Patrice, when you're doing a TV show, it's so hard. So when there's someone around like you who's like sucking their teeth Mm. and like exhaling, you want to kill the person because you're so stressed out and you're like flooded with uh, stress from having to do this job. Uh, and, and he's, and then at the end of the conversation, he's like, you know what, Neil, I can't promise you I'm not going to be an asshole. (laughs) Anyway, so he talks about that on Opie and Anthony and kind of makes me sound like a bitch. Right. Okay. Two months later, he, he calls me and goes, I owe you an apology. I go, why? And he goes, cause I did a pilot. There was a kid on the set that just was not on board and I wanted to fucking kill him. Mm. Uh, and so I he he admitted he was wrong, and then another time he just called me to say I was funny, like, which was great, and especially at early in your when you're not haven't been doing stand up that long, and right. everybody thinks you're Dave's hang around. <laughs> uh, it it helps if so. If you ever meet a young comedian who is the uh, writing partner, of one of the greatest comedians ever. Be nice. Be nice to him. Would you guys would it kill you? Be nice, sir. Um, Goodbye. Yeah. You've got uh, mail. Can we do it? Hey there, but dink a donk and have a feel, Neil. L S D N E one. Swing and a miss from Liverpool, England. Um, I don't think this subject isn't talked about enough. It's unlucky what has happened to the girls. This There's is, a video apparently. What's going on here? Oh, oh, we. Next. Oh, we're not doing that. Sorry. Okay, next. Well, he did say something. What say? My, my question. question yeah, okay, go. My sorry. question is. Okay, so uh, my question is: Are we at the point of no return? What could be the long-term effects of the narcissism pandemic on society? And do you think there is an unevenness in the balance of narcissism between women and men? And why? I reckon it's probably the. All the old 70 30 split in favor of women. Thanks for the great pun. I reckon Liverpool. Um, so 
Let's do the. I don't think that they're. I mean, he's basically just talking about social media narcissism. Yeah. And he thinks it's monopolized by women. I would argue that it's closer than you'd think. Yeah. With men. And the narcissism. Twitter's narcissism. I mean, it's it's not necessarily showing your tits. It's like, yeah. it's not all material. Traditional narcissism, I think we can blame on women more because we see it like. Right. But it's the same shit. It just comes out different. Yeah. It's like whether you're, uh, whether it's Rush Limbaugh saying I'm t- a talent on loan from God or, or any, just anyone bloviate, any, I'm fucking bloviate on Twitter all the time. It's not. Right. It's not uh, coming from a good place. It's come and also in like how many likes. Do, I mean, right. The economy of likes is. Do you see that someone sent me a video of a woman threatened her dog and the cops came and <laughs> threatened her dog? They, it's the audio is bad. So there's you. no point looking. But the cops come and they go, "Why would you threaten your dog?" And she goes, "For followers," but not even thinking it's crazy. Like, duh, for followers. Yeah. She done it, She did it on social media. I don't think it's a woman this time. It's, but there's. What was she uh, doing? She threatened a dog on IG Live, I guess. I, like, I don't, gonna, I don't, okay, I don't, okay. I, they just sent me the video, but I don't think it's, if it's worse for women, I don't think it's much worse. Uh, no, I, the amount of times I follow this account called Influencers in the Wild. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's one of the best ideas that kid uh George Tank Sinatra. Yeah. It's such a good idea and it's great. And I don't just... I want to be one of those like I had that idea, but I had the idea and then I saw him and I was like it's so great. It's and it got 3 guys, almost 4 million followers in like uh 6 months. Yeah. Guys, uh I was a early follower and mm-hmm. was not in the millions. You're welcome. Mm. I bought the mixtape. Mm. Um, the he asked me <laughs> to tweet about it when he asked me to fund it. I'm kidding. <laughs> he asked me if I thought it was no. It's just a fucking great idea. So I um, there's guys on there. I've seen. I always when I see people doing videos, I pull out my phone immediately. It's so funny. There was these two Japanese or Korean kids at the beach. Fully clothed, doing a dance in sync. I yeah. took five choreographed dancing is the apparently is the most impressive thing you can do. <laughs> Influence in the wild when they show you the video that they took and then they show you what they did to make it. I don't even look so. at the behind. I just look at the raw footage of like them no, no. trying to do the backflip yeah, yeah, and the the behind the scenes. Yeah. BTS. Yeah. I never look at what they post. Sometimes they'll, they'll have do a it scroll, like, yeah. a, like oh look how good. It's so gross. Yeah. Even though we're all like at some point probably. We're all doing it. I mean, yeah. that's the the thing is it's like, well, I'm not it's that just like, bad. Ew, I mean, no one wants you're to not see. that bad this recently. Yeah. It's like dirty underwear. Yeah. Ew, just your underwear. It's like eh, everyone has dirty underwear. You know, no one wants their dirty the laundry. The side aired. note was this is a Neil name drop story. Come on. Uh had when Will Smith did his uh, Facebook thing, Dave, I was in it, and I think mostly I might, I don't, I was in it. Dave was in it. It was he was there for Dave, and I bumped it, whatever. But we were all just talking shit for like a half an hour, and, and Q-tip came, and then might have been me, might have been somebody else. Like, hey, we should get, we should take pictures, and everybody was like, yeah, Will Smith, <laughs> Dave, 
Really? Cute. Everyone was excited to get a picture for Instagram. Dave's usually not with very other people. About I know, but it's Will. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, like everyone has. Everyone's their... like, hi. <laughs> but it's so nobody. It doesn't matter how rich, famous. It's a new currency. It's like Bitcoin from ten years ago is likes. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you can buy followers now. You can buy likes. So we're doing pretty great, guys. I'm proud Goodbye. of Goodbye. You've got me. Hey, thoughts and feels. LSTNAR here. And I would oh, nice. never ask the pre ayahuasca Neil and Banking this, but what are your thoughts on manifestation? <laughs> I personally think it's basically just positive thinking and confirmation bias, but I'm wondering if you have any particular feelings about it since your ayahuasca journey. Do you think people are able to manifest better things or relationships for themselves? Um, P.S. Bianca, you have looked especially beautiful the last few podcasts. Drop your skin routine, Uh-oh. your skincare routine. Okay, okay. I but I would like to say I told you how beautiful you looked last week. You did. You didn't say it this week. Hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say. I don't. Uh, you don't look as good this week as you looked last week. I do pretty good still. I, well this is your megan the stallion cover okay. pared down take a you know what taking a poll i think i looked i think it's just, you just look better last week it's just like you like you just, out you like out hair i think you know you like me without hair yeah more. Y- yes you do. Y- i, I you do. do most women i like it back you cover your face how dare you <laughs> um manifestation uh I don't know. I believe that. I truly, like, okay, for example, we went on a bachelorette to Mexico, and one of the girls I didn't know really well. You're going on a, you went on a bachelorette. I went. I'm not okay. going. I would not announce that. Okay. Um, not, what do you think? I'm <laughs> stupid? <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was a, a grumpy Gus, a complainer. Uh-huh. Everything she complained about, she complained about. Essentially, I'm like, why did you come to Mexico? It's not America. Everything was wrong. She ordered weird drinks that didn't exist. A mango, mango Rita, a mango lata yeah. everywhere she went. I was like, bitch, this is, they don't understand that. She was always complaining before we got somewhere. Complained the whole time, complained after. But all of her food came fucked up. All of her orders came messed up. Like things that would annoy regular people. Like her orders were always the last to be made. Her drink always was miswritten down and gave to her completely incorrect. I don't know. Part of me thought, lighten up. Like, you know, I feel like she attracted There is something that to... You know I've I mean? been in... It's like those days where just a bird is more likely to shit on you. Yeah. on you Based on your mood or something. Yeah, it's like I, a, I don't know. I, it's something. I don't think it's manifesting, but I think it's some... It's it like, could it's be a coincidence. It might not be. Feels like that Cohen Bros movie. You're an innocent man, a lonely man. Yeah, innocent you know, man. Yeah, where it's just uh, all is bad. It's a movie. Or a of, simple man. A simple man. It's just, about the Bible. I it's, think it's it's about like something That's one in the, of the Torah. Cohen Brothers off year movies that I yeah, don't like. Yeah, we don't. That goes in with Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, go fuck oh, yourself. It's so go bad. fuck yourself for telling me that's your favorite movie. <laughs> It's Inside, so, I just love it. No, you what don't. Is, what is it? Who do you, what what do you like about it? Yes. It never gave a payoff. The music was great. I, nothing happened. The myths people tell themselves. <laughs> I just mean, you know, isn't there something about attracting? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think like if you look at your own life and you look at the 
some things feel weirdly like preordained or something. Mm-hmm. And then some, I was always really into sketch comedy. I was always really into sketch comedy and one man shows. I don't know if I man, you know what I but, mean? Like, I don't know. That's no, a, that's, or is that just passion and thought? That's what I mean. Is it kind of the, what is it? The batter Meinhof thing where, you know, or if you're really open to, like I know friends, like I always get parking mm-hmm. and they do always find a spot. They always get yeah. parking. Is it like, you know, they used to call that in the seventies, the Kojak spot. Really? The, the Kojak spot was, is the spot right in front of the store. Cause that's oh. the TV show Kojak. Whenever pull he pulled up to <laughs> investigate, you know, it's, it's, it's a fucking that's funny really joke. Funny. Yeah. It's really funny. Seventies people were funny. Yeah. They were funny. Good sense they funny. They smoked grass. <laughs> then they all they Ash had a firearms Ash. problem. Pe- the shootings in the seventies and peak is nineteen eighty. Really, gun handgun violence in America. You wouldn't think it. It's nineteen eighty. Anyhow, anywho, um, yes, I don't know. I but you're right. There are people like I always yeah get I an always upgrade get a, or I and they do yeah. Uh, Maybe I don't know if, yeah. if you. Also, it's a little fake it till you make it. If you just say it, kind of does. I don't know. I, don't I know. but I don't think people would think to say I always like the one like they wouldn't think to do it beforehand. It has yeah, to have happened. Yeah, you have to have. It has to. It might be you're drawing a a false conclusion. That's Maybe. entirely possible. Or you just concentrate on the times where it works out, and you're not really looking at the times where you don't find a fucking spot. You don't remember them. Yeah, you don't they remember don't, them. They don't yeah. fit the narrative. So exactly. you're just like, the lies we fucking. tell us. It's the, the uh, myths. Also, skincare routine. My friend, Brooke DeVard, has a podcast called Naked Beauty Podcast. I went on there, told my whole routine. It's, it's a lot. And she has the best skincare recommendations for anything. Anything you got going on. She's like, it's a very good skin beauty podcast i put Let's almond oil on my face and in his car and and everywhere seats. i need wherever <laughs> almond oil is sold uh and and i sit in the sun now for 15 minutes every day and i'm so Look pale that it shows vitamin d goodbye you've got mail. Binks, long time lsdnr back in 2019 oh, you nice. took my email on the pod Regarding my new long-distance relationship, Neil said he wanted to bet me that it wouldn't last, <laughs> and Bianca said I was living in a fantasy world. <laughs> we're, wow. we're pretty great people. Uh, that was definitely us. Uh, well, our plans come to fruition, and uh, we have been living together since March of 2020. The pandemic made us speed up our plans with school and work, becoming remote. She's great. We're great. I guess I got extremely lucky in finding someone that actually claims, actually calms my anxiety and has helped me cope with uh, mental health issues as we moved in together. Something I feel rarely happens. Anyhow, with you being a newly appointed spirit padre, Neil, and Bianca as your spirit apprentice, not true. Not true. Has ayahuasca changed your mind on LDRs or relationships in general? Would you be more open to dating a woman who you met in a, someplace far away? No. Uh, no. Some things are not going to change. Tried and true. It's good for you. Also, good for you for now. <laughs> and also, you made it through and then you you helped yourself by speeding it up. It's no longer an LDR. Yeah, they live together. Yeah. No, so, so and we always said that 
hey, if there was ever a plan to live in the same town, that's fine. It's the not because I knew someone who uh, just met and then he had to and they were dating very briefly and then he had to move for school for a year and then they just kept it going, moved back, married kids. So, yeah, if there's if there's if there's like a stop and a starting point. That's just like if a girl was like, hey, can I stay with you for a month till my till my apartment is ready or till yeah. my house? That's not really moving in with you, you know? Right. So this is not really, you guys made it work. But the indefinite, don't know. It's a, who knows? It's a death trap. You're Neil's kidding yourself. Neil's Singaporean you, girlfriend. It won't work. You know, it won't work. Goodbye. You've got, um, got mail. Hey, Neil Z and Memf Bink. <laughs> give, it, give it a swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Neil Z and Memf um, big fan of the show. I just turned 38. My current relationship has at the two-year mark hit a wall that seems to be a recurring theme for me. Balancing career ambition with, you know, being in a relationship. I'm a creative in the entertainment industry. Um, uh, and my partner, like many before her, feels neglected as I'm constantly in self-employed creative mode. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a sociopath like uh, like the great filmmaker Woody Allen. But not a big fan of traditional leisure and place my creative goals as a high priority that often results in me having to say no to her. Beginning to wonder if operating like this is sustainable for me as I also crave partnership and want a friendship or want a relationship. I don't want her to be unhappy and feel lonely. When I've been single, I don't want her to be happy. When I've been single, but I am trying to uh, have my cake and eat it too. I don't know what the fuck he's asking. What I basically saying, what should he do? Um, uh, I don't. I, don't I mean, I don't think a relationship is right for him. If you that if you can find a one, I think he's saying he wants one, but he, he but wants you it, don't want, want it as much as the other yeah. thing. You want the other thing more, so I, that that's the thing. Is like, what should a guy like that do? I think there are people who can find balance or like there's a lot of women who don't want traditional relationships either. You wouldn't know it talking to Neil, but well, I, they don't come around me. <laughs> it's, it's a law of attraction thing. Okay. But I, so <laughs> many women out here are not looking for anything. Okay. There are. <laughs> Bianca. There I, I are, know there. I don't on, think that they stop. don't exist. I just come think on, that the Neil. numbers are in my favor. Maybe, but I do then think the question, that, yeah, but I think when guys are really forthcoming and honest, girls are also honest too. Like if a guy from on first date is like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Most women aren't going to try to make it work. I did a joke this weekend that did so well. Come was, on, lay it on me. That men and women, when we meet each other, a man will say, I'm not looking for anything serious. And a woman will say, I'm not looking for anything physical. And we both think to ourselves, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, because right. it's that's fucking perfect. that's the it's formula. A very good joke. I know, no, it's very clean, clean, and very. You know, every once in a while, you know, Patrice was. <laughs> uh, but I told you that I went on a date with a guy, and he was like, "I'm not. I just got out of something. I'm not looking for anything serious." After our date, he asked me to go out again. I said, "Well, you you're really clear about your boundaries, and I'm more open than you. I'm not necessarily gunning for something, but I'm not yeah. closed off to it, and." So, yeah, thank you for being clear. But, you know, I don't know if it's right that we go on another date. And then he won't stop calling me. Right. So what? 
It's, uh, well, that's just. It's like he dangling. Wants to, he wants to make love to your vagina. Right. But if someone's like, I don't want a casual hookup. And then you're like, he was like, no, I really like you. I know. Well, uh, that's so just, just a guy. What What do we want to tell ourselves? It's a myth. It's He's reading myths. Uh, it's after six months. It's night myths. You're, this is night myths. <laughs> after six months, it's like, this is not good for your bottom line of having sex casually. Yeah. Don't bother me. Yeah. So I do think no matter if it's men or women, it's almost like if you're dangling someone away from some something away from someone and saying, well, you can't have it because everyone gets a little, maybe I'm special. I, yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't, I, this is a, that's almost a separate issue, which is how do you balance? How do you, as a guy in showbiz and whatever, like the, pretty much every guy I know is first priority is his career. Yeah. And, and also the women, I would say that, that work on their career. Yeah. That, are, do, that have a good career. career. Yeah. Or like, that are that are like building toward having a good career. That's their priority. Uh, so you either have to find somebody who's okay with that, or you have to lie to them. No, <laughs> and I suggest no, lying to don't. them. <laughs> Let's move on, Will. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. And let's I don't know how you them. find that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Will, come on. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Will, whose side are you on? End the segment, Will. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's not. I there's. It's it's hard to find someone who, right. as someone once said, no one grow, no little girl grows up wanting to be uh, dreaming of their husband. No little girl dreams of being uh, the third most important thing in their husband's life. True that. So what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Goodbye. You've got. I know. Like a long time active LSTNER, first time emailer. That's nice. And also the first person to make it an active LSTNER, which is pretty great. I think it's going to be pretty great for us. What's y'all's preferred way to insult someone without using curse words? It's easy to call anyone a dumb motherfucker, but I'm wondering if Neil has any old man zingers. Bianca, you're you multilingual queen. I'm curious if you have any go-to non-English insults. Uh, mine is currently calling fools dodos. <laughs> I'm a fan of Ding Dong, but I, I really put this question in here because I wanted to hear if you have any foreign... Um, okay, Vietnamese, cum cum ding ding, ding ding cum cum, which is, it means crazy, crazy, stupid, stupid. By the way, that's like... how you, that's what you were calling Soon Yi earlier. You were calling it like some hum or something. No, it's Soon Yi. You didn't call her Soon Yi the first couple times she said it. Really? Yeah, you called her cum cum ding dong. I didn't say no. that. Um, okay. Swing and a miss. <laughs> ding, 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 gum, gum. Um, Farsi, well, it's not very nice. Uh, you can say, um, uh, you can say, well, no, it's kind of What's not nice about Farsi? No, no, no. I'm thinking, so in Persian culture, the curse words and the insults are uh, way worse. If you say this, it's, we have to fight. There's nothing... So is it actually worse or it's just worse in that culture? Um, Koskesh means your pussy poker. What does that mean? Like your dick's not big enough? <laughs> no, it just means koskesh. Or like, you like fingering. It's just, I don't know, you pussy poker, pussy poker. Because if that's the case, call me a <laughs> pussy poker. I'm as big a pussy poker. Uh, pimp in Farsi is not pimping. It's rude. It's like you take advantage of women. You're hmm. disgusting. Whereas here, that couldn't like, be further from the it's truth. Pimping, pimping. Well, by the way, that's what pimping is anyway. It's fucking sex trafficking. Yeah, but at, here we like 
it's no it's, it's dumb it's, that it's, we've made sex trafficking at all tra- that was the, i would always make that observation like you know they're a pimp is a sex trafficker it's, maybe it's cool not- that <laughs> um uh let's see in german what do we say um i don't know what's a good thing in german i'm not sure maybe i mean like they have the same things as us they have kind of phrases like if you're if you think you're really fucking clever and you're not it's they like, call you a jew okay no what the hell <laughs> you're juden juden and no juden sorry um juden <laughs> i've never said it i've only read it <laughs> endlessly in my night as i as i could <laughs> where is my book of night myths <laughs> bianca honey there's a phrase. What is it? Um, have you eaten a clown for breakfast? Really? Hast du ein Clown zum Frühstück gegessen? What does that mean? Like, oh, he's so fucking funny. You ate, you ate, did you eat a clown for breakfast? I, that I don't, I don't mind so it. Um, yeah, little things. Little things. Uh, my favorite word in all languages in, is in Hebrew. Cover your ears, Neil. Cover your ears. It's sababa because it means everything. You don't need to know Hebrew. To Just negative. It's like, no, anything. Like, do I look fat in this dress? Sababa. You going to the party tonight? Sababa. Like, everything is sababa. And is it negative? No, it's like, it's all good. Whatever. Cool. It's aloha. <laughs> it's aloha. <laughs> Hawaii's got a bit of a <laughs> attitude with that aloha. What do you mean? Like, like you know, it's a mean hello and goodbye. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're rude. But they keep bringing it up. Well, like, I know, it's not that interesting. I'm sorry. I've got my state beefs are coming out today. That's so uh, I'm funny. Petty. I'm Neil's so petty. He's petty about states. That's how petty I am. What's up, Neil and Bianca? LSTNER, active listeners since day one, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Neil, last week you mentioned dating an avoidant woman and how you spent most of your time confused and wondering if she even liked you. I don't know uh, if this... I didn't know this was a thing until you mentioned it, and now I'm... In my current situation, makes me makes so much sense. Uh, I've been seeing an avoidant woman for about three months, and it's indeed confusing. And I can never tell her tell if she's into me, but she keeps showing up. Uh, <laughs> can you say more about my experience? No, <laughs> no. You just they show up, and you don't you can't look to them for warmth or care. What they'll, do you mean? They'll have sex with you. Avoidance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so look just will. came over and energy just crossed <laughs> your face. Me? Um, and, um, but yeah, you can't, you can't look to it for the normal trappings. What are the normal trappings, Neil? It's like being at Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> but they don't give you the vibrator and let you know when your table's ready. You just have to. <laughs> so <laughs> You got to ask. You gotta Can ask. You please write that. That's so. <laughs> you just go like, "Is my table ready?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's been ready." Well, why not give me a vibrating? I don't know. I don't want to give you that. That's what being with an avoidant that's woman is like. So funny. Well, that's your cheesecake factory. I love it. Great analogy. Thanks. Every once in a while. So good. Patrice on you. Um, sh- Patrice used to do that. Yeah, we? we'll wrap it up. Patrice used to do the joke. Uh, um. Uh. I, I've been with my girl uh, a year. She's been with me for three. <laughs> That's <laughs> a clean the, one. That's a clean. Yeah, it's fucking so funny. It's like 
it's he's Patrice has about ten jokes that are like boing boing boing. Anyhow, oh, you know what I was gonna say? If you want to send in new artwork for the show, do because it's fun to get if you feel like it. Yeah, can we not? I you know it's funny, but I'm a little beaver claymation fantastic on our sure. We had a good time, um, but so make Bianca more teeth, beautiful. My teeth and are uh, wild. Just make sure I have glasses and um, <laughs> and an ice cream. And I don't have to have ice cream. I'm just joking. It I don't have to. Uh, look, would it be nice? Of course. Um, and uh, and we don't. I guess we just don't have to take this show. I guess we don't. In closing, goodbye. Tell me how you feel.